1: This week in League, preparations for the greatest day of the Rugby League year are complete. And after that, we'll go to the Grand Final.
0: In the year 2000, the premier game of the season will be shown in high definition.
1: Rugby League Karma has a case of the Pomeroys as it attempts to catch another career grub.
0: And we preview all of the action for the 2015 Grand Final.
1: We'll add more this week in League. Welcome to episode two hundred and eight of this week in league. I'm Nate, and I'm Glenn. Welcome, as always, to our new listeners. Thanks for stopping by, legends, old listeners. Welcome. I mean, if you're a new listener, and you're fairly fucking late in the in the in the year now. I mean, That's all right. People last, jump on
0: more whenever they want. Nathan.
1: Last couple of episodes, I mean, it's very short, very short episodes on uh, on rugby league and then you drun- need drun- people, drunkenness.
0: You need people to jump on new yep. listeners. In the yep. right smack in the middle of winter. When you're sick as fuck, I'm tired as fuck. <laughs> That's when we're at rock bottom. It is. It really? Is, it and is, it then is it improves bottom.
1: and they're like, yeah, these
0: guys are good.
1: Yeah. If you can like good. hang around past yeah. winter. If you can get through that, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny. I was I was checking out the stats yesterday or the day before just to <laughs> see how they were going. And um, this month, once this episode is taken into account, this month will be will be bigger than last month. And I wow. I've, I haven't checked that historically, but surely... And improving, improving in the month of October and you know September, October, over over like you know August, like July's generally like it
0: tapers f- off once all the power fans yeah, fuck off, mean,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> power fans, <laughs> times fans, you know guys like that. that um, once they accept I'll, the reality of what's, can going I on,
0: stop you there? Yeah, I, I want to say thank you, Nathan, and I want to say kudos to you because you've shown some improvement there. What do you mean? Because there was a time where the word. Tigers fans would have just rolled off your tongue there. You didn't even utter it. You didn't even mention it. it didn't even enter your fucking brain.
1: Yeah, so they probably stopped listening. I mean, Tigers so and becomes such a big thing. No, don't <laughs> try
0: and save it now. Don't try and save it
1: now. Tigers fans. Too late. See, the thing is, that, no, Tigers fans would never qualify for the reason that, you know, of, you know not, not mysteriously, but, you know, demographically, the two biggest groups that would follow, that listen to the show would be mainly and Tigers fans. I'd hope so. So they're not going to jump... And then they've got that connection to you. Like the Tigers fans. Yeah. you like a And
0: where else where else are they the... going to go to get you know someone saying positive things about the Tigers?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not real life. Yeah. They can maybe jump over jump over to Walker's place and get a couple of oxys and <laughs> float away on some dream where you know, things don't decline. But uh even then, wake up in ICU. Now um That's this week's point. episode is again brought to you by Betting Club. That is betting.club if you're on the internets looking it up. Now, they've got some great deals for us this weekend. Some specials, promos, that sort of thing. Had them sent through earlier today. And uh, this one, you've got a couple of them. The, uh, this one's it's kind of a standard one these days. But if the team you've backed lead at half time but lose, you get a bonus bet up to $100. dollars uh, they got a grand final special though for the Clive Churchill medal. I think Thurston. I think it opened up with Thurston at about like three dollars twenty or something. Mm. Very short for Clive Churchill, but uh, this is like a, a triple chance for the Clive Churchill. Thurston. Oh no, it's quadruple chance. Thurston, Morgan, Hunt, or Milford win two dollars fifty. So basically, you got four chances to win, and you're obviously taking less than uh, than than if you were to back say Hunt outright. I think he'd be more like sort of seven bucks or something like that. Mm. However. Thurston pretty short favourite and those other guys are all in the hunt I'm
0: going to say if the Cowboys win I don't give a fuck who plays really well Thurston's getting the Churchill yep. uh, and if the Broncos win I think you'll find uh, Corey Parker will get it
1: it's possible I think Hunt, hunt is a chance though, depending on what happens in the play but also you know what if the Broncos win I still think Thurston's a massive chance of yeah, the absolutely. as well because the-
0: they are you know they have shown historically that they're not they're not
1: uh, afraid against it giving the it. Competitor. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, afraid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I was searching for. Yeah, I mean, as recently as um, what twenty thirteen, Cherry Evans got mm-hmm. it. So, yep. Now, um, so if any of those guys win the bet, caches and uh, the happy hour this week. Remember, they do the happy hours five to seven p.m. on Friday afternoon evening. Um, this one Premiership double powered odds, so you are basically getting a boost on the value of. Uh, the, the finals multis. So this is AFL and NF uh, and, and NRL combined. So if you do a multi of West Coast and Brisbane, that'll pay six bucks. A multi of West Coast and Cowboys, five fifty. A multi of Hawks and Brisbane, four fifty. And a multi of Hawks and Cowboys, four bucks. And so that's a a boost up on about twenty five percent or something on the um, thereabouts on the odds. Nice. So I mean speaking of grand finals for me, one of the most enduring images that I'll always remember from grand final history of of Rugby League, is uh, Israel Folau weeping like a little child (laughs) following the 2008 grand final. (laughs) um, I'm not sure
0: how that's relevant.
1: Well, something to put a smile on his face this time is betting club offering $4 for him to score a try versus the Poms on Sunday in, in the Union. Jesus. So... Take go. that to the bank. Yeah. So look, I'm not gonna tell you what to
0: do with your money. I'm not gonna tell you how to invest your money. I'm yeah. not gonna tell you to sell your fucking house yeah. very quickly.
1: Yep. Yeah. Put
0: it all on the And put it all on that. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you to do that, but you'd be fucking stupid if you didn't.
1: We I mean we always say we always say that uh you know Bet responsibly Yes And the more you put on The more you get back
0: Exactly And both of those (laughs) Both of those Apply to you Selling your house Very quickly Putting it all on Israel
1: quadrupling quadrupling You know
0: Exactly You know We're we're borderline Channel 9 here We've spoken about AFL and rugby
1: Yeah Yeah On a rugby league podcast I mean it just goes to show That we're not just fans Of rugby league We're actually sports fans Yes We're fans of sport In general
0: I live the sports fan's life If you will
1: Yeah You used to to, Then you dropped Didn't I drop the fuck off (laughs) What do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, you still got the Gmail address. I mean, do you still own a domain? No, do you still oh, do anything? It's my Twitter handle. What more do you yeah, want? My Twitter handle? Remember how going to the, the, the domain. Oh, did you do own the, the domain? Or yeah, or yeah, just yeah. A, was it actually like no? The, I had, I had or you had like a Blogspot or something? No, no, I think it was a com. You I had a domain, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you still have it? No. Nah. Oh, so You just let it lapse. Well, there you go. Anyone wants to cyber squat? Yeah, buy that, pretend you're Glenn. Well, <laughs> try
0: slipping. Why it here, would anyone want to do that? I know that there's going to be a new blog come up called SportsFansLife.com, and it's going to be filled with emojis and you know button mushrooms, button mushrooms, and you know sordid tales about threesomes featuring myself.
1: Carltonton Photoshop, yeah, that's all stuff. It's going to be wonderful. (laughs) We just basically laid it out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Someone's got some, a few hours of idle time, and you know, fifteen bucks or whatever domain costs these days.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) I'm just going to get onto my phone here and buy it back.
1: So anyway, get over to Betting Club and take advantage of those uh, specials. And oh, just with that multi! Look, I, honestly, I don't follow AFL, so I couldn't tell you who's going to win. I think Hawks are going to. famous, right? Yeah,
0: Hawks. Hawks definitely.
1: Uh, Hawks Cowboys four bucks.
0: One of the uh, Audrey, one of the gentlemen at work is a huge, huge AFL diehard fan. Yeah. He's a Carlton fan and uh, long suffering. And uh, he said, "There's there's no chance of West Coast winning."
1: Wow no chance He said
0: Hawthorne Just too good a side Way too Steve. good
1: Grand finals tend to be Like more even affairs I mean there are You do have your blowouts Now and then Like mm. 2008 But generally <laughs> <laughs> They're close, closely Contested affairs <laughs> Now Let's look at a bit of The uh, the mailbag It's hit the mailbag For the week Hoopdog87 That's D A W G. Should be D-O-double-G yeah, sure. Just rolls off the tongue better, doesn't it? Uh, kicked off this week in league. This week on the on, on the way on the drive to work, absolutely in tears at the uh, Glen remix. Can someone <laughs> songify Glenn, please? <laughs> um, it would be good. I mean, Gregory Brothers or whoever it is that does it, you know, dead giveaway and in bed intruder. Get on it, uh, Devonhead. Nice nose whistle, Glen. Was starting to get paranoid. It was me. <sighs> God, you did have a bit of that going on. But it's funny, you don't notice it when you. No. You might have noticed it when you're here. And then when it when, edited. I've when got editing, sinus going, issues, guys. Oh, <laughs> I mean, what are we to do? <laughs> uh, cocaine, just, just, just hollowing out the septum. <laughs> you're going to get a whistle, mate. Uh, tater Gosh. chips is Undefeated, Undefeated. Fuck that guy, Undefeated. It's stuck in my head. It's got to be a song. It's got to be. Um, <laughs> at oh, my laws. Budsy could do backup vocals, surely. Could. Could. Just like do you know, sing the hook. Uh, oh my laws! Listening to this, we can leave for the first time because apparently my baby gets a mention, <laughs> and she goes on to say, "Thanks for referring to me as the missus too." Next time, it's at oh my laws, L O Z. Well, this is the thing: I, I gave you the presumption that you'd want to, you know, maintain your privacy and not <laughs> and, and not get assaulted on Twitter. But yeah, now you've put yourself out there, so enjoy. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Welcome to the family. No, yeah, welcome to the family, and uh, I, I'm sure I,
0: you- I feel a little bit insulted that she thought that we were going to have a crack at her child. <laughs> and you feel like negatively to, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so we, 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 you know, children you know we, we love you know people you always congratulate people when they have new children and, you exactly know, we got kids oh yeah it's a family show
0: If the, the only children that I insult are my own primarily my oldest boy
1: it's a, fa- it's a This the thing about This Week in League that people you know long term listeners know it's a family show that says cunt and fuck a lot oh <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> Erebus Chaos.
0: Family that sea bombs together stays together, that's what I always say. Exactly.
1: Erebus Chaos. Uh, hey guys, I heard a nickname for ANZ, ANZ Stadium on the weekend and I loved it. Wanna know what you think? Calling it the money box. I can't I don't don't really, I don't understand why. I don't rate it. Why what's the why is it relevant? It's How is it relevant? Of, it's just kind of there. I mean It's know. not
0: shaped like a money box.
1: No, it's no it's no hope I call Coliseum or you know, no nah. you need to go you need to go a bit you need to push it a bit further to get yeah. us on board really <laughs> let's face it <laughs> uh mel <Melstar Money> <laughs> <000. laughs> exactly Millstar star 001 chiming in on the uh memberships being jacked up uh that we we heard about last last week from tigers fan she's at a fyi most sharks memberships staying the same for 2016 but family prices significantly reduced as it's seen as a growth area for the club <laughs> Well, there you go. No, you're talking about someone. Yeah, I think
0: um, Souther Dan was okay. chucking a massive tantrum. Not because he saw himself in the mirror and was appalled. Um, it was when he got the renewal uh, for his Sharkies membership last, before last, like this season yeah, just gone, yeah, yeah. and um, was chucking a massive tantrum.
1: Yep. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> well, I guess other clubs let us know. I'm trying to think what happened with the male this year. It felt like it was more, it feels like it's gone up this year, like the, the away, like, you know, the country, you know, slash out Yeah, of see, town,
0: the like, Tigers, I mean, I get like the out of town like, towner one, it's it's, a, it's always around that $50, $60 mark. Yeah, see, it's I
1: known. think the only one is like, always around like 100 and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like, like 150 or something this year. Right. It feels like it's a lot more this year, but I haven't looked into it properly yet. Uh, MJ Eagle 23 what's going on here, guys? First, talking betting, second, talking food, third, talking porn. Hash, this week in making us broke. <laughs> you're welcome. If you pay for any of those things, you're doing life wrong, mate.
0: Hang on a sec. You've got to pay for betting. <laughs> yeah. But if you do it smart, you you know, it's a, it's a wise investment. You make so much money. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's a wise it's, investment, it's mate. It's like
1: you're doing it for free. Yeah, exactly. Jay Stib, the Robinson Penny Farthing. Ha, <laughs> ha, ha, gold. Got one out of it. You got one. You got one. Because so I thought uh, it, just, it went so far under the radar, that one, in my opinion. But we got you got one in the end. Masagoon85. Hey, fellas, just letting you know, I'll be attending El Loco with my 1001 Emoji Buddies. Excellent. So I
0: will not be attending El Loco. Are,
1: numbers have just plummeted to the Zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just you and your mate Oh, Ian.
1: lots of tacos. <laughs> lots of tacos and then Coronas. And, Wade, and Wade McKinnon. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Uh, Jason's four hundred. I want an app where Nate has to answer the questions from Glenn he's left open from previous apps. Would you watch a Glenn sex tape?
0: Wait, oh. what? When did you ask that?
1: No, it's you that's asked it, and I've just sort of, you know, we've changed the subject, or it's gone unanswered. You've just—I didn't know there was a list. Ignorance. I'd like Jace, Jace four hundred. Jason's four hundred on Twitter. Please compile a list of such questions Because I didn't know it was a thing
0: I, I mean Some things are just implied Of course you'd watch a Glenn Sextate. Of f- course I'd, I'd Mainly watch, because you'd feature in it
1: I'd watch two flies Fucking on a piece of shit I, I mean like oh, I, I, You know it's, it's all good mate It's all good It's just nature It is Fucking biology Pasty Pasty white Hairy nature Just enjoy just, Yeah Enjoy yourself Stop being a, such a Such a fucking Puritan <laughs> underscore at underscore oh Sammy boy who's just touched down in the country today in Melbourne first and then he'll be making his way back up to Sydney for the El Loco thing so he'll be our first first international guest at El Loco wow I think we've got Sam's going to qualify too because he's in Singapore now too true so we're going to have a couple this year it's good uh, and uh, Sammy Boy said uh, Oral hygiene, baths and cold beer Fuck lads, one step at a time please We've only just learnt to spit roast pork properly <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I look forward to seeing you on the weekend sir Beer Boy at 182 So when is Shortstack going to write a theme song for this week in league With all Glenn's common sayings and about Tool Nation members? Look, the boys
0: <laughs> uh As they said, in the studio
1: mm-hmm. Well there yeah, the reply was we're in the studio next week, so I'll see what we can do. LOL. Look, I
0: don't wanna say I don't wanna say we're going to the RS. <laughs> I don't I don't wanna say that. But you know, like we've we've inspired some pretty some pretty impressive artwork over our time in you know in mm-hmm. different mediums. And uh, we, we haven't quite topped the charts just yet, but it's Not only yet. a matter of time. I was eighty one. About time we give the short stack boys a bit of cred. You know, I can see him latching onto our coattails, making yeah. them look cool. You're welcome, boys. Yeah, exactly. One of us a fucking para fan. Who cares about I mean, the, the chicks? I mean, yeah, exactly. A, honestly. Like, they're like, oh, what do you guys do? Oh, we're in a band, you, you know. We've
1: drugs. Had, you we've,
0: a- <laughs> we're in a band, you know, we've won awards, we've topped the charts and stuff. But um, we listen to this week in league. Oh, really? Here, take my panties.
1: <laughs> won't be needing these anymore. <laughs> uh, Ives81, love the fact that Glenn made a movie reference on this week in League Show this week. Ah. Hash NRL war chess has play money, hash hobbit treasure. So, you finally got the movies.
0: Just because I act dumb, doesn't mean I am dumb?
1: No one's saying you're dumb, Glenn. You say it all the time! <laughs> no, 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 you get it wrong. Honestly, I don't think you're dumb. I don't think you are dumb i do think you have not seen many movies, so you don't get many references. That's not intelligence, that's just... Not seen many ignorance.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking, you said it. <clears throat> Grasshopper four seventy four, relatively new to the show. He said, "What's your grub team of the year one to 17? I don't have the time, it's, but it's a subject. It's a sub, uh, It's a well-worn subject. I mean, grubs. I mm. think uh, they've <clears throat> himself and the missus have supplied a list of what they came up with. Uh, Billy Slater won uh, to Darius Boyd, Greg Inglis for Justin the cunt Hodges. Well. Ouch. Their words, not mine. Uh, Josh Mansour in five. Never thought he was too much of a Does not deserve it. Mitchell Moses absolutely deserves it. What a germ. Josh Reynolds in halfback. Paul Gallen. Cameron Smith, captain coach. Nate Miles. And then we go through Kevin Proctor, Sam Thiday, Jeremy Smith, Michael Ennis, Darcy Lussie, Greg Bird, Luke Keery for the 17. Bit harsh on Moses. Look, I think Bo Scott could probably be in there, to be honest. I think that um, Billy Slater is perfectly suited in the one. But I'll tell you one thing I've noticed. That monster. That if he continues on his current trajectory, within five years he'll be the biggest germ in the game. Really? Michael Ennis level, yeah, at least. No. Fuck me, Dad, what a grub little prick he is. Did mm, you watch that I haven't noticed. Level? oh fuck me every tackle he gets every time he's in possession gets tackled every time his other hand he's got one hand securing the ball the other hand around in the jersey of the other guy holding them down on top of him trying to get a penalty from knocking getting up and he's the one that came in and started you know started some shit when you know things started once the Cowboys started you know easing away and you know got a bit testy he's bad like it's the first time I've really noticed how bad he was but yeah well, Jim. um Josh Mansell, I don't know about that. Mitchell Moses is absolutely justified. I don't know if he's the the first six you want to pick, you know, in the scheme of things. But, yeah, he's like, he's, he's a grubby. Uh, he's lippy. Yeah. he's so, lippy. I love that. I, mean, I don't know him. if he's a grub in the sense of, like, you know, he's going to, you know, drop the sly elbows or, you or know, punch he's built like, like a fucking
0: pipe cleaner.
1: <laughs> yeah, he would never do that. And there's no one in the Tiger side that would back him up and, you know, would be able to defend him from an onslaught. Who's the enforcer in the Tiger side? Uh, Robbie Farrer. <laughs> well he's not going. Yeah, you know, no one wants him there. Like He'd
0: a, jump in from the stands because he's just played reserve grade <laughs> earlier in the day.
1: <laughs> Unwinding with a couple, of, a couple of beers. <laughs> he's like, right, fuck that. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Proctor. He's never struck me as massively. Only, I mean, plays for the Storm. That's yeah, the closest. Yeah, obviously he's got a he's got a full kit bag full of you know, chokes and and arm locks. But yeah. I don't have much problem with the rest of them, though. I mean, Cameron Smith, yeah, he's got to be there. And I like the way he put Ennis on the bench as well because he's got to be there as oh. well. Isn't it? isn't it tough that they've both got the same position? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Luke Curie, yeah, gee, hasn't he emerged this year? As a There's a a lot of
0: people saying that.
1: Really emerged. This year, 2015, was the, the year of uh, Luke Curie em- emerging as a grub. Nothing else happened in Rugby League as significant as <laughs> that. <laughs> Solzy04 Cannot wait for the grand final next week Two teams playing great footy That I won't remember Because I may just pull a Glenn
0: Hash El Loco Excellent I'm glad I've inspired someone
1: So I don't know if that means He's going to get so drunk That he passes out On the way to the ground And forgets the first half Or it means he's literally Going to pull a Glenn No 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 no. I didn't forget
0: the first half I just forgot the Pre-game entertainment
1: You were You never came back to life Until half time really
0: no, it was, a, it was a it was a steady progression. Yeah. Once kickoff came around, I was talking to old mate, the Bulldogs fan. Yeah, and um, we were just talking about old times, and uh, so I felt like I'd known him for years because I was in another out of body experience and <laughs> had manufactured a separate lifetime where we were best of friends. Uh, but was quite looking forward to uh, to seeing train perform. Don't remember a second of it. Probably for the best. I love train, I think train are fantastic. Yeah, they're pretty shit. They were or yeah, they are.
1: They are and were and were on the time. That's that's they, um, God you're ignorant. They did like a weird uh, um, a weird sort of a weird medley sort of, uh, medley sort of, medley of deal. Of them, yeah. I was um I
0: was, like their hits, I say, with air quotes. I do remember eating a delicious pie and a delicious hot dog yeah, and a sh- hot
1: dog. I don't know if you had a pie, did No, you? I had
0: a pie as well yeah? and two bottles of water. Might have been three bottles of water. Um but I just remember thinking that they were the most delicious delicacies that I'd ever, ever laid my taste buds on.
1: And this is after you come from the city where you were smashing these beautiful
0: tacos. Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't remember any of that.
1: Fucking hell. I'm
0: not going to be like that.
1: Uh, yeah, not. but nah. Said, uh, you need a mute button for when Glenn isn't talking because his nasal whistling was like fingernails down a chalkboard. Oh,
0: you know what's fingernails down a chalkboard? That guy. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's worn he's worn a, a ditch in my the back of my in my ass. He has not the actual ass crack, just off to the side of it, because he's laid the slippers into me that many times.
1: <laughs> um, cavernous hope. I can honestly say I'm disgusted at some of your followers with the whole free hodgepodge bullshit. They probably love Cam Smith too.
0: You know what I'm disgusted in? What's that? That guy, calls himself a fan, calls himself a listener, yeah. calls himself a twin. And, quite frankly, his brother, both as bad as one another. Not going to see them on Sunday, are we? No. Oh, you guys are awesome. Yeah, let's catch up. We'll have drinks. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh, sorry, boys. Can't make it. Fucking catfish twins. Cats. Catfish. Stuart, I'm pretty sure they're actually four foot tall, both of them. They're, like, prancing around with their chest puffed out, saying, Look how tall we are. We're so big and we play basketball. Oh, it's so great. And, oh, I'm in the army. Well, they're probably four foot tall and they're both, you know, Delivering pamphlets for a living
1: Jerks You finished? No <laughs> <laughs> And furthermore No, I'm done, I'm done Stuart Mahler Long shot Any Tour Nation members Going to the Week 12 Cardinals At 49ers game On the 29th of November He's going I think he's parlaying A work trip into A little diversion To go and do that So If you're going Let him their know last them, effort
0: yeah. Against the Cardinals Is anything to go but I <laughs> <laughs> hope you enjoy Your experience Because the game's Going to suck
1: at Jim Pig. I'm happy to announce that after 21 hours of labor, my little girl and newest member of Twill Nation and TwillGland was Jesus. born. That's a mouthful. We need to think of a better hashtag for England. <laughs> um, and he then went forward and said, uh, she will learn the ways of hash ref's fault, hash Louis Karma, and hash tigers in decline, just like her cunt father. I'm so happy I hash can't speak. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. Beautiful. Very uh, long term listener to the show and uh, all the best for the new arrival. And uh, Paul Mack underscore 78. Manly, keep producing Super League gods. Adam Cuthbertson, <laughs> one of the three players nominated for the Man of Steel Award. What a time to be alive. Said to be one of the favoured options, too. Can you fucking imagine? You know what it does? It completely fucking diminishes any of Jamie Lyon's achievements in the ESL. It really does. I mean,
0: that, I mean, that guy is
1: fantastic. That football. guy, in his prime, still plays magnificently. Greatest center of the game. But then Carpo goes over there. What the state of the fucking English Super League? If that guy can go over there. and Just dropping offloads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still. <laughs> Wally Frogmore. Is anyone going to periscope the meetup, or should I just wear my jersey and get pissed by myself on Sunday? So...
0: Yeah, no, look, you I'm, won't be getting pissed. Isn't she? Why isn't he going?
1: Because he lives a very long way away. Where? Tassie. Frogmore. Yeah. Does not live in Tasmania. Yeah. I fucking sent merch to
0: him. Really? <laughs> yes. That explains everything. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I mean, it's still a pretty look, shit I've, effort. Look, I've, 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 We're I've, coming from a long way away. Yeah, We're making it.
1: Well, this is true. We are flying down. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's not as easy for people to fly down making a decision this week. Like, true. Like, sh- shit fans, which is a synonym for Broncos and Cowboys fans. <laughs> oh, it's, not, it's $900 each way to get to the game. Oh, i am got to drive my car all the way down because it's so fucking... Oh, oh my God, it's going to cost me like $16,000 in plane tickets. Well, I'm happy to inform you that Glenn and I combined cost less than $500. <laughs> Return. Brilliant. <laughs> Excellent. We barely, I mean, like the the, the one-way cost that it takes for a, a Cowboys fan to get down to the game, we're not even going to pay that much. Piss, hotel, <laughs> everything.
0: Well, if Birdo's there, I'm definitely not going to spend that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <word. laughs> now, I got an email this week from Alan from Spain. Alan is the one that, you know, is a... I'd like to say he was the president of the Luke Dawn fan club, but he's really probably the, the founder of the Luke Dawn hate club. Sent quite a long email. I picked out some uh, segments, though, to talk about. He said, oh, Let me explain why I get so effed off about the Luke Dawn hyperbowl, as Glenn would say. I'm sure he's a good guy who doesn't beat his wife or fuck his dog. He's put in many years working well at crap clubs and thinks and, and is better than many of his teammates. He's had his moments, but he ain't carving up. Think Mike Cooper or even Sam Tompkins instead of James Graham or Sam Burgess. I'm certainly not anti-Aussie either. I've watched games on the telly from Australia whenever possible for decades. I love watching club games or Origin. I would never say ESL is as good as NRL. It's effectively a league below. Wigan Saints or Leeds could get promoted... But Titans, Knights or Tigers would do well if relegated to ESL. In my imagination, the Catalan Dragons would win the world final, of course. Players who are not good enough to play first team NRL or who shag their neighbour's dog pissing their own mouth, class their missus with their bird <laughs> page for Catalans, are in demand from teams to make up the extra player. In the past, relegation meant weak teams calling SOS to bring a player in to get them over the line. Even licensing when promotion slash relegation was suspended over three years failed to break the mentality. The new Super 8's format has brought it back on steroids. Wakefield brought in Brian Smith to coach them once bottom four was near certain, plus Miller and other Aussies, and as a result, they'll probably be in Super League next year. They'll be crap next year too. <laughs> clubs like Wakefield will always be crap when being crap is good enough. Something other than playing for crap teams has to be sorted out as an option for good players like Luke Dawn to avoid them playing for zombie clubs. In Luke Dorn's case, he's playing for an excellent coach, Darryl Powell, who's got the team playing well above the mean. Previously, he made up the numbers at crap clubs Bradford and London. Johnny will love to hear that, the Bradford's a crap club. (laughs) He can be player of the year at a club, but not be in the top four or five for his position. By the way, Luke Gale is better. Super League in Europe is getting bashed up big style. The Premier League is eating up everything. Rugby Union's starting to get traction as an alternative to football. There's a lot of posh types in the media who went to university who are scared of league people. League here has always been more connected to organised labour than Australia. Mining towns dominate. Think all the clubs are like the Newcastle Knights. NRL's trade image would be even more popular to capture soccer support in Europe if it could be transferred. Even the NFL are on the point of setting up a team in London. Crowds are going down, even in the Super 8s, even though the stadiums are great with standing terraces and all. Sky Telly, the only option voted for by Super League clubs, is becoming a safety net. Challenge Cup's on BBC, but every final is shit. The other year there was a Wigan Hull. Everyone wanted a repeat of 84 featuring Sterling and Kenny on, Kenny on opposite sides. Hull got a slack, shellacking, a big turnoff. A At grassroots, league is making patchy progress, even in Spain, but it's vulnerable. Here in Catalonia, we had a team. We beat the Czechs twice, but when the latest government came in, they were rugby union and the team disappeared. So in my opinion, if many players are wanting to come over to a second-level ESL, the NRL need to take over the game and set up a World League. They need to push the expansion of NRL over there to set up at least two conferences. Uh, PNG plus Tonga, Fiji, Samoa, uh, WA, more New Zealand, Brisbane. Ideally, you could have a movement for good or bad size to keep it real. If you have three groups in the South and in the European group, uh, the ultimate grand final has to be a world final. The present World Club Challenge is nothing but a pre-season game. It can only make sense after a grand final. The game needs to make sure that every top-grade game is a top-grade match. No excuses. Maybe an Indigenous game or something similar, but no mid-season rep games. A short season, internationals every two years, qualifiers in the alternate years. My biggest worries on League include the uh, the shoot-the-foot variety. Let's see. Right now, the world's tuning into rugby at the moment, and all we can do is two South players OD reported in the media. Two sets of playoffs – Grand Finals buried under six weeks of kick-and-crap glory, in quotes. Last summer, all the great YouTube hits got buried under Ben Flowers, bashing the Kiwi gobshite. He's a Union convert, never got mentioned. Gareth Thomas came out as gay, left Union, played League. Union got the plaudits. A couple of cast fans gave him homophobic abuse abuse during a match. League gets tarnished as homophobic in the press, despite winning awards for for being inclusive. So 2015 stands as the first year League gets a gay player in Europe. League sometimes comes across as, as something time is passing by. But the stuff passing us by is fucking shit. Soccer, skinny people falling over. Union, fat people falling over slowly, etc. People throwing money at this crap, the league can't pay its own way, even NRL. So, and he went would apologise for you know, if you can't, it was sounding like a gronk. But uh, there's a perspective from someone. I love the passion. Love the passion. And I love the fact that he's like, you know... I
0: completely agree with a lot of the sentiment. And... Quite frankly, the man has gone to so much trouble to send us that much information. Exactly,
1: exactly. And, he, and, he's, and, asked, and, he, and he asked. And he asked. The first thing in the email was like, you know, do you guys do memberships for people overseas? I said, yes, sir, we do. And so he'll be on board next year. So sensational. Now, this is some general stuff. The grand final meetup. Here are the final plans for <laughs> the grand final meetup. We'll be flying into Sydney. I think we're scheduled to land about nine forty-five a.m. on the Sunday. We'll be getting a ride from the airport with the perm. Uh, we'll dump our luggage at the hotel, wander over to the Keg and Brew on Favreau Street, Surrey Hills. It opens at 10 am, and we won't obviously make it for 10, most probably, but we should what? be for 10. I mean, to pick up at the airport. We're
0: picking us up in one of those bicycle fucking taxi things.
1: Airport, Surrey Hills, we've got to dump our stuff off and, you know, fill out our cloakroom shit for our bags so that the mm. hotel can sort it out while we're getting pierced, and et cetera, et cetera. So. We shouldn't be too far away, though, so all well, I means kick off there if you want to. Midday, El Loco on Favose Street as well, just up the road from the Keg and Brew. We will have an allocated area there. Um, if you can let us know on Twitter or Facebook, if you'll be there, Roughly so we can assure, ensure that they cordon off enough space Like last year was good Like the amount of space they mm. cordoned off was good And we kind of expanded to other areas too. We and took over the joint Wasn't by that nervous. busy so we pretty much took it over yeah So, um, But it's going to be bigger this year So you know it's important to get you know some gauge of figures 3pm-ish uh, we'll look at heading over to ANZ So if anyone's at the ground And wants to catch up for a drink If they didn't, didn't get into Surrey Hills um, To a Loco or the other then um, Who
0: went last year that's not coming this year? That's pertinent We'll find out. Napoleon, I know that much.
1: Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out in a day, I suppose. Um, so, um, yeah, we'll head to ANZ. We'll, we'll probably head off from the, from Surrey Hills about three PM ish. So, if anyone's at the ground and uh, they're not they're not going into El Loco, but they want to catch up for a drink, then uh, just keep an eye on our Twitter as the afternoon progresses. And when we hit the stadium, we'll figure out where the closest bar is to to where we're sitting, and we'll uh, you know tweet something out and organise that and let you know. Um, what else have I got here? Stitcher. Who uses a Stitcher? Is it updating okay? Because you only complain when it doesn't update, and we had those issues with those pricks, and um, I kind of fed it to them, and, and they seemed they said it was fixed. So, is it fixed? Let me know. Finally, it took some time, but the uh, the Broncos Eat Sleep Hunt Meal for a Pete shirt is finally off pre-order. Now, I inquired about my print with the printer on Monday morning, first thing, about timing, and to see if we could punch it out in a week. Unfortunately, it can't be done. So, given that and the fact that um, I'll be going camping Tomorrow or the next day, so I think for a couple of days before the grand final, you've got a few extra days grace to get orders in if you do not want to miss out. So, if you're the type of person who sits back and waits until shit's already over the line, then this call is for you. Go on, get in. Um, When I get back, I'll be shutting it down. Uh, The print has uh, gone to print and returned from the printer, and uh, I was talking to Jay about it today. Sorry to hear that. And uh, yeah, he said they fucking look nice, like look awesome. They've done an excellent job, so they'll be getting sent over our way shortly. And at which point, we will dis- dispatch them to the purchasers. Uh, jerseys in today. Forgot. Don't remind. Me. Yeah, don't let me forget to. Don't use. remind you. Okay, I will Don't. Yeah, don't remind me. Don't remind me to give you yours, because I mean, you don't. You won't. You won't want it at all. <laughs> oh, you. You'll bring
0: it. I, yeah. I trust your memory better than mine. But, but
1: they're in. So anyway, so I'll, I'll be mailing. I'll be mailing a lot of them out tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday so as you're listening to the show but if you want it to guarantee you get it by the grand final and you're going to be one of the people going to El Loco then I'm very happy to bring it down Uh, but what you need to do is this exact process so if you want your jersey brought to El Loco listen very very carefully this is a process open up your email app create a new email send it to hello at thisweekinleague.com with the subject line bring my jersey down you baboons (laughs) <laughs> now I will use the, I will filter on that subject line so if you don't do that I won't see it I'm going to filter on that subject line to make a list of people whose jerseys I need to bring down that I can check off the night just to before, see who's paying my, attention exactly just to, when, I pack my, when I pack my stuff up the, the night before just so I you know last minute kind of thing and i so I'll create a master list with that and I'll bring them down to El Loco or Keg and Brew or whatever as the case may be and uh, hand it over so uh, yeah, that again. Hello at week dot com. Subject line: Bring my jersey down, you baboons. Okay, we understood. That's understood. pretty
0: hurtful. I don't know why you have to. Why do we have
1: to be baboons? I'm just trying to get their attention so that they do the right thing and let me know because I don't want to. I don't want to walk in there and I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, you should have got you to bring, should have got you to bring my jersey down. Yeah, you should have. Now who's the baboon? Yeah, you baboon. News. First story, hot off the presses, just before we uh, started recording tonight when we are doing our our uh, pre-show ritual of um, trolling through Instagram, essentially.
0: <laughs> Shit that would get us arrested.
1: Yeah. Now, um, if it ever
0: saw the light of day.
1: Yeah. Justin Hodges is free to play in Sunday's Grand Final after the Broncos skipper beat a dangerous throw charge at the NRL judiciary. His bid to finish his career with the premiership remains alive after he was found not guilty of a Grade 1 dangerous throw on Roosters forward Aidan Guerra. He'll take his spot in the centres for Brisbane for Sunday night's Grand Final clash with the Cowboys at ANZ Stadium.
0: I guess... When you're when you're giving a uh, a due process to to follow and work within, and and you've got to find um, some legal recourse to, in which to uh, through which to navigate and get yourself the result that you're looking for, you'd say that the Broncos played it pretty well.
1: <laughs> well, I don't, don't even know the Broncos played it. Aiden Guerra seems to be the one that uh, Origin teammate of Justin Hodges, but I'm sure that's just a coincidence. Mm. <laughs> Decide to uh, what what he's done is actually he's put his, he's put his state above his club.
0: He really has because and he's gone against the 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 very context and and the values that his club has trumpeted.
1: Trent Robinson very famously said something that, you know when complaining about refereeing decisions against the Roosters, very clearly said that. Our club gets more penalties gets them because we don't lie down. We don't try and milk it. We don't, you know, do this. And we don't we play, don't for, play penalties. for penalties. We don't play for penalties. Well, Anguera Guerra went into the judiciary and said, I played for a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so, not only that, he said, I played for a penalty. And, uh, and yeah, I'm okay. Um, and uh, I'm still able-bodied.
0: That's just, uh, look... At At best, it's poorly chosen words <laughs> at worst, it's Look, and like like i say it's complete and utter insensitive ignorance,
1: yeah, and like on one hand, I mean it's not the first time in history that a player has gone to the judiciary to try and you know get the other guy off, or you know whatever and and you know on, on the whole mateship and you know what stays on the field and all that sort of thing, you know, I do commend him for that, but He's put himself in a terrible fucking position because now he's basically invalidated the creed of his team and his coach mm. very publicly. And I'm interested to see if he And
0: flipped in- the bird at Alex McKinnon while he's at it.
1: Yeah, basically <laughs> thumbed his nose at Alex McKinnon and said, Oh, I got dropped on my head. Ducked into it as well. I'm still walking. I'm still able bodied. How you going, Alex? As far as. <laughs>
0: As far as the grand final goes, Hodges plays and, you know, I guess uh, Broncos fans will be ecstatic with that and there's a whole lot of fucking tears coming from every other fan base. With the, the exception of probably the Cowboys, ironically.
1: The, I haven't seen too many. There, I think there's there seems to be a lot of tears from, like, the Roosters sort of angle. And they're like, you know, let's get Guerra out. Of, like, you know, mm. hound him, get him out well, of Well, you the can club. see
0: why, because they've oh. latched onto that same set of values that that Robinson has so publicly uh trotted out. They and use it as a badge of honour. Absolutely. And and rightfully so, you know, that yeah. is a um you know it's nice justification for yeah. why you fucking get so many penalties against you and probably That's dead dem- now.
1: Yeah. Can't say it again. <laughs> Cannot say it again. Unfortunately, very publicly. Um that is dead and buried. I just
0: I I don't know what Guerra's got is it's come out of it with Having lost a fair bit, mm-hmm. I <laughs> that's I it. don't know. I don't know what the reaction of his coach is going yep, to be.
1: Yeah, he would hope. Out. And the um, fact is, we've had similar sort of. I mean, Greg Inglis two times against Manly jumped clearly, jumped in a tackle. Manly guys got suspended on both occasions. Josh Reynolds had the you know he jumped against Manly as well, like to you know win a penalty mm. to win a golden point game once again. Oh, I just... This... The, the fact You know, that, they're legitimately putting themselves... Mm-hmm. No, but when Greg Inglis did it, everyone's like, oh, 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 you fucking idiot. Greg, no one would jump. Why would you dive in a tackle? Why would you do well, it? Well, at that point, it was unheard of. Yeah. No one, no one had
0: even speculated that that was going to go on.
1: I heard myself say that to people. And why like fucking some kind of Nostradamus. We go and bring it back to the old school. The rugby league Nostradamus shit. <laughs> that is, I haven't done That's that for a That's season one. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing.
0: Um, I don't. I don't agree with it. I don't condone it by any stretch. I think Guerra
1: comes out of it looking very ordinary. And I think And I think like past past history. I I think it was you know given Guerra's you know con- contribution whatever that was. I still think it was like a very very mild sort of charge, like a one week. And uh, and for any any, you know, ninety nine percent of the players or ninety percent of the players, then it would have been okay, it's one week, you've got to plead guilty early and you know, you you go through and you play the grand final anyway. But for Justin Hodges, career grub, career fucking loadings and carry ons and the rest of it, carry over points, it's too bad, so sad. It should you should have been the one week and you wouldn't have been able to plead your way out Ooh, of it.
0: Rules is rules, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I just think that people are going to pick me up for saying it at the end of the day. All yeah, the time.
1: Yeah. Now, look, at the end of the day, Glenn, what are you going to say at the end of the day? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, fantastic. If players didn't fucking lift, mm-hmm. then players wouldn't feel the need to jump. <laughs> yeah. And this whole thing would never have eventuated.
1: Yep.
0: I think it falls on the, uh, on the NRL. They've got to legitimately get lifting tackles out of the game.
1: That, that, that whole crackdown is certainly well and truly over now. Yeah. And, well yes. it's truly dead <laughs> and buried. Because we've
0: we've now got you know players still pushing the envelope as far as lifting goes because it's not policed as as harshly as what it should be. Then you've got uh, you know the the attacking player trying to fucking jump and purposely put themselves in a more dangerous position in order to gain a penalty and and therefore you know an advantage on the field it's it's fucking ludicrous yep i'll never i'll never see the point in that and especially in light of, of the alex mckinnon situation which you know shows gr- quite graphically fucking just how bad just how badly you can be hurt if you, if you do if you are put in a dangerous position and and the, the wrong force is exerted, you know, in the wrong way, that's exactly what can happen. It's not. It's not even any longer a. Look, you could be hurt. You, yep. you know, or, and the players will be like, oh, "Fuck, it's never happened." Yeah. No one's, no one's, you know. Look, the NRL's been going
1: how long? How many people? No one's ever broken their neck. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it I'll has. Fucking fucking send some, I'll, say, I'll send some texts in my car. Fuck, I never crashed it. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. drive after four drinks. Yeah. Never had a crash yet? I just there's a legitimate case now
0: where it's it's fairly graphic as to the effect that you know, a tackle gone wrong can have and, and players openly admitting that they're putting themselves in in danger of being put into that possess a position it just it just boggles
1: the mind. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So for once a career grub escapes the clutches of Rugby League Karma I mean, yeah, Cameron Smith's been now. caught. Yeah, <laughs> Isaac Luke got caught last year, and for a tackle, the you know, I don't know, don't know, it was any worse. To be honest, no, any better or worse. I mean, I think it was you know, fairly, fairly similar sort of situation. But um, it wouldn't be grand final week
0: without you know, a segment of rugby league fans being outraged over something.
1: Yeah, I think Broncos fans have to they have to check themselves a little bit too, because I don't think people are as outraged as they think. I mean it's, it's for people like me it's just perfect it's just perfect fucking fodder for just trolling and winding people up and just mm. and just saying funny shit there are I mean there's
0: a there's a lot of back and forth on Twitter there are yeah. a lot of outraged people and a lot of people think, yeah. baiting them further
1: yeah it feels like the east, the, the the east guy side of things and I mean the you know the, maybe it's a reaction to the fact that you know Guerra's fucked their team you know fallback credo sort of thing that they they can't use that anymore you know um could have so something to do with it. That's probably that's probably the mo- the, the most of it. But um, yeah, there's some fucking there's some shit going there's some shit going around Twitter tonight. <laughs> Lucky we're recording a show. We can't really get involved in it. Exactly. We will go and watch it later when I've uh, finished editing. Um, Dally M's. Moving on to happier news, the uh, Dally M's and Jonathan Thurston, he's etched his name into the history books, winning fourth Dally M medal on Monday night. Last night, as we record the show. He picked up four of the major awards, including Halfback of the Year, the Proven Summons Medal and Shared Captain of the Year honours alongside co-skipper Matt Scott. While he was unable to attend, he accepted the award at a dinner at Jupiter's Hotel and Casino in Townsville alongside fellow Team of the Year nominees. He, uh, after 26 rounds, he gained 32 votes, well ahead of the three-way tie for second between Benji Marshall, Aaron Woods and Michael Ennis, who earned 21 votes each. Ben Hunt rounded out the top five with 18 votes. I'm a little bit nervous, Thurston said while video link. I can't say what this means to me in, uh, to win this in front of family and friends. Uh, then he talked about the Broncos. They've been the form side of the season. They have a coach that knows how to win big games and players that know how to win big games. Uh, Jason Tamalolo capped off a big night for the Cowboys winning lock of the year. Mystifying considering he started on the bench all the time. I mean, he wasn't benchy of the year, he was lock of the year. Uh, Wayne Bennett was rewarded for his return to the Broncos winning coach of the year ahead of Cowboys counterpart Paul Green. Uh, fullback of the year Hardly surprised With uh, Roger Tuvasa-Shek Winning that one Outrageous um, And I think even less a surprise The winger of the year Sammy Radradra, hmm. Who uh, edged out Curtis Rona for winger of the year And uh, the centre of the year James Roberts Pipped Michael Jennings So five-eighth of the year Went to Blake Austin And uh, Yeah that's not bad I mean he had, he had a good season he had, he had especially A lot of people
0: Blowing up about that
1: Yeah I think the people Blowing up about it Are very fucking partisan towards their own team and their justifications for... The the person that they're putting as the substitute, Milford, he's fired like the last couple of weeks. He's been...
0: He's he's got progressively better as the season's
1: wore on, but... Yeah, but he hasn't been... He started off fucking abysmally.
0: There was a large chunk of this season where Blake Austin was untouchable.
1: Yeah, and Milford... While not being spectacular, I mean, he's been solid, you know, for most of the season after a, a slow start. And he's st- and yes, he's steadily improved. But it's only been a couple of games where he's been the guy, like the mm. obvious choice for three-point guy, like, you know, M guy. Yeah. You know? And because you've had guys like where Milford's had, had a great game, Ben Hunt's had a better game. Or he's been, you know, the, the spark that's, you know, seen yeah. Milford have such a great game. So it's tough in situations like that. Where his great his great performances are, and you know when he's had a terrible game, it's because the Broncos got flogged, mm. you know. So it's hard in situations like that. I didn't really have an
0: issue with Blake Austin.
1: I don't have I don't have an issue either. I mean, I think the, you know the main issue is probably Broncos fans. <coughs> and um, but yeah, Blake Austin didn't finish off the year as well as he sort of no. you know when he had that tremendous tear through the middle. But when you're looking at yeah, you know, it was
0: really really all the way. From the start of the season, all the way leading up to and through the Origin period, yeah. and and he fell away at the back end of the season when Canberra really when needed Canberra him again, to fire yeah, and yeah. and and to make the make the eight. Yeah, um, but you can't deny his
1: performances. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I mean, you know, there's there's a couple of guys above him, but certainly not uh, not Milford. I mean, when you think of just sheer points picked up, and I know they're not the the criteria necessarily for the the individual. Position sure awards, but um yeah, Benji and Maloney, they were both up there as well. Uh, so and, and and superior to Austin in terms of the amount and of points. Benji out.
0: had some diabolical games, I and Maloney was being Benny. maligned for the first third of the season for his defence. So,
1: and he became <coughs> you know almost untouchable mm. down the stretch, and certainly during that period where East were winning all the games towards the end of the season, he was like the man of the match in a couple in a row. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, I'm stunned. Like, I can see how Aaron Woods got 21 points because he started off tremendously and was man of the match, you know, nearly every game for West Tigers for the first couple of, you know, you know, a couple of games. Ennis, I can see how he got 21 points. Mm. I mean, he was a val- you know, very good contributor to Cronulla. Benji Marshall, fucking stunned because he had a couple of games that were, like, great. He had maybe one or two games where people were like, wow, that's some, that's some old Benji shit. Mm. He's on some 2005 shit. But then he had some games where he's like, 2013. It really should have
0: points taken away out in the
1: full and yeah, exactly. So I think he he punched massively. I was getting those 21 points either that or he was just a you know and unflashy dragon side where he was picking up twos and ones when not mm. necessarily you know wasn't necessarily that you know deserving of them. Um, on the dally, had a couple of tweets come through from Saguna... How you guys didn't get an invite to the Dally Ams and that red cheek fuckwit in Phil Rothfield did to Democracy Manifest. Look. What? I did and, and it's funny, when I paste when I paste tweets into this into this app for the, the notes of the show, they blow up really fucking big when you po- when you po- yeah. copy them off Twitter and paste them into Word, they blow up massively like size wise like ten times bigger than they are on a thing so I have to delete them all out so like I, you asked me about Saguna's tweets that they're making on the show couldn't tell you about the emojis I mean I can see it's only probably half a tweet in length so yeah. like I cut a lot of emojis out of there but yeah well Phil Rothfield is he's like kind of the, the sports editor for the Daily Telegraph so yeah you know he's a fuckhead but I mean let's let's be real he's got a valid reason to be there exactly I mean so have we let's be
0: let's be real I mean,
1: not some to mention, would say slightly less valid, uh, but yeah. Um, not to
0: mention, I look shit hot in a tux
1: <laughs> with a little fucking handicap hat.
0: I probably would leave that alone. I
1: don't know. No, I see it. it's like it's personality. You, think, you know, it's a personality piece, wouldn't you? You put it on, so people knew it was Glenn and not Carl <laughs> <laughs> Burgund, or Glenn Stewart. <laughs> At a footy thing, you know, the, you could see. Yeah, well, uh, people might make that mistake.
0: <laughs> people want to get their photos taken with me and still calling me Glenn. I'm like. And then I see him, you know, posting on Twitter saying, he's got to have my photo with Glenn Stewart. <laughs>
1: like, hang on a sec. <laughs> I thought you cared. Uh, Ma underscore Aaron. I hate the hangers-on at Daly M's. People who know nothing about league there. For example, Shane Watson, Sylvia Jeffries, and Jason Taylor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeez, lucky we weren't there. Otherwise, he would have added us boop, to that boop. list.
1: <laughs> Mitch Colby. And the So Brave, So Brave award goes to Robbie Farah. Yes, yes, it does. And uh, Saguna at the end.
0: What, he finish second, eh?
1: Finished tied, a three-way tie for second with um, with Benji and Ennis. Nah. Very far, like 11 points behind. Yeah. Thurston's his ClueCut winner. Uh, and my Saguna again. There should have been two more awards tonight. NRL Grub Player of the Year and NRL Greg the Hidden MIA Player of the Year. <laughs> that Greg the Hidden one may actually become a Twilly this year. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, and the grub of the year, I think we do have grub of the year, don't we?
0: Yep, we got grub. Sure
1: of the year. So, so yeah, you, we will, and the Twillies, I mean, I'll have to probably put those up to vote soon, like ne- next week. Put them up to vote, and uh, yeah, exciting night of the year when uh, yep. when some alcohol is not enough, and you need to have you know local alcohol is not enough, and you got to get drunk and record a show. Um, do we really want? I oh, do, do we want to talk about the Rabbitohs again with the. The drugs and the overdoses no, and, not really. and stuff. Yeah, there's nothing much new there. They're trying to figure out how they got tramadol. Apparently, they're not. They they weren't necessarily prescribed that, and that they can't actually get done for like you know, asada or WADA or anything like that because they, that was prescription drugs that they had prescription for. And so, really, it's a matter for to go back to the club, and the club needs to educate them on their on proper dosages and things like that. Um, the grand final in HD. Wow, we've turned a corner. Yeah, well, Gus, Gus Gould won't be happy. I mean, he's defended Channel 9 on Twitter endlessly, saying, you know, we don't need HD. It doesn't need to be an HD. <laughs> well, pretty much the whole day, I think it's the whole day from like 11 o'clock, it's going to be an HD simulcast on uh, on Gem. So, we've seen in HD anyway, always, you know, like real life. Yeah. but uh, Well, mine will be a little bit below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through beer goggles, it's yeah. like, you know, BD. <laughs> <laughs> BG, <laughs> BGSD, or <laughs> somewhere below standard definition, but um, yeah, uh, look, it's a good move. Hopefully, this then uh, precipitates all games the channel like Friday Night Football, for example, being telecast or simulcast on Gem as well in HD, and you know, the Sunday afternoon footy simulcast on Gem. And, you know, because what else are they gonna fucking put on there? Like reruns of Hogan's Heroes and shit, like it's not like the killing it with that spectrum and just like yeah. it, just like just pump out like australian must see australian drama or something you know like <laughs> supporting something that's you know about anything
0: yeah it, it they, they definitely have the the vehicle through which to uh to deliver it it's whether it's ego or ignorance or um or ratings or for some other reason there's absolutely no reason in 2015 why we uh, shouldn't be watching rugby league in high, de- high definition.
1: Exactly. I mean, you yeah, pretty much every other sport gets that benefit. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure rugby league will benefit from it as well. Because the thing that shits me is, it's. I mean, I don't know if Twitter's just like this microcosm that, you know, it's a bit of a. You get this one slice that all sort of has like a group think, you know, involved, but it feels like something that's pretty fucking demanded. Mm. Like, yeah. Like for me, it's not the it's not the end of the world. Like I don't I don't care enough to you know what I mean. Like yeah, I'm, but, go,
0: I'm gonna watch it regardless. Yeah. Um, and and some people do make a big song and dance about it. I don't know that I fit that criteria by any stretch. Yeah. But if I had a choice, yeah.
1: For me, it's just yeah. kind of like you know why not? Yeah. You know what? Like I mean, you you fucking got your HD you know channel over there. You're only throwing out fucking you know Hogan's Heroes and. Yeah, I, I just, really I feel like you're,
0: shit. I feel like you're, you're dissing Hogan's heroes. I mean, it's, it's a classic piece of, you know, historic television.
1: You watched it recently. Historic. What you're saying is like it's, it's, it's like a based on a true story, accurate chronicle of the World War II <laughs> POW system. <laughs> I just feel that Hogan and his and his men, they weren't gassed enough. <laughs> kicked into ovens as what would happen if they were in, well,
0: <laughs> yes. and he seemed in concentration to, camps. He did seem to prance around with a smile on his face. Yeah. And um, he looked like he was getting fed particularly well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Schultz, he's the one that Schultz, the offside. I mean, like, he just seems a lot friendlier than what I thought, like, Nazi jails yeah. would, would be.
0: I, I, I would tend to agree with you.
1: I mean, that's that, it. We weren't there. Maybe it's how it was. I don't know.
0: Maybe, but, you know, uh, the history books need to be rewritten. Exactly, based on S- Sergeant Schultz.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, well, you talk about the PNGs. Had a good time up there. They did. The Prime Minister thirteen had a good win. I mean, you know, they, as as they often do, you know, mm. had a good win. Um, I
0: wholeheartedly support any uh, any initiative to take you know that level of rugby league to to PNG
1: love to go up there i mean obviously we're not in the position where we you know as players but it would be great to to go up there as some sort of like you know staff or something where you sort of you know you can get amongst the sideline and just soak up that atmosphere of not gigantic crowds gigantic in terms of the capacity of the of the venue yeah
0: in the fact that the amount of people that get in there in there compared to the amount of people that it that should get in there yeah, you still like there was 112,000 people at some <laughs> the, point. They,
1: they need the Titans. The Titans have yeah. people there just to make it feel, make it officially seem yeah. like it was safer than it three was, million because people. <laughs> because they get another they've got to estimate it downwards. Though. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh yeah, that's like three thousand people it's, uh, <laughs> bursting <laughs> like you know twelve. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just another great thing. I'm sure those players that went over there will, uh, will never never forget it. Very unique experience in terms of what you uh, what the rugby league world can serve up. I imagine for a player. And um boo and cigar every time he got the ball. Really? Yeah, yeah. All you know, all in good fun, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but uh
0: until yeah. he came off the sideline and he got macheted in, in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I th- I thought it was shit <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Bants <laughs> I thought they you know, they're my people <laughs> Okay, Twill Nation Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free thirty-day trial to give you a chance to check them out. And if you like it, keep on going. Get your book a month or you know whatever your plan may be. If you don't, cancel the account any time. And uh, had the biggest tiger last week. He sent through a, uh, a suggestion for Vince Lombardi's Run to Daylight, but I had a look today and it wasn't on there, unfortunately. For the, uh, the audio book it may be on another service but uh, unfortunately Audible don't have it uh, I looked for some other Vince Lombardi stuff and they're more like leadership and things like that so I thought yeah probably not as applicable however I've been noticing on Twitter lately we've had people uh, you know a lot of listeners in the show and things like that not tweeting to us but just just, just noticed just taking the temperature of the, the environment a lot of people not happy with you know they're kind of like oh fuck I need to I need to quit my job you know my job's fucked and you know I want to do something that, you know I want to do that, you know, so on you know. so recommendation from me and this is the book I actually own the hard copy of uh, by one of my favourite people on the subject Gary Vaynerchuk a book called Crush It subtitle Why Now Is The Time To Cash In On Your Passion and uh, this one's not massive it's probably only about four hours long reading it so it's not a, a not a long book but um basically what the little blurb about, do you have a hobby you wish you could indulge in all day, an obsession that keeps you up at night, now is the perfect time to take that passion and make a living doing what you love, in Crush It, why well, now is the time to cash in your passion, Gary Vaynerchuk shows you how to use the power of the internet to turn your real interests into real businesses, and he's a very inspirational character, um, started off as, you know, child of, a child of, uh, Russian immigrants from Belarus, and, uh, Dad had a, a, a liquor store, and he took over when he, was, when he got old enough. He sort of took over, got into the internet side of things, and um, you know doing videos online. And he turned that business from Long they might have turned over gross like a million dollars a year, say, and he sort of turned that into like you know 30 million a year down the track and things like that. And now he's got a ridiculously sized social media consultancy with hundreds of employees, turning over like you know hundreds dollars and uh you know he's got a lot going on he's like the foremost expert i think in like terms of like using social media properly and things like that so uh you should you know you should know about him anyway and if you don't you should look him up especially uh, just check out his youtube channel and subscribe to that but this book i find is very um inspirational like to get you to i mean it's not it's it's probably low on low on uh On strategy, on on exact strategy and stuff, but it's got a lot of tactics in there and it's very motivational to get you you off your ass to go out and fucking crush it. So, to get that today, go to audibletrial.com forward (laughs) slash this week in league. Again, that is audibletrial.com forward slash this week in league for your free audio book. Recaps for week three of the finals. Kicked off Suncorp Friday Night Football. The Brisbane Broncos 31 defeated the Sydney Roosters 12. Crowd 51,826. So it was meant to be a sellout, but um, that number is uh, slightly less than a mm. sellout figure for Lang Park. Um, Broncos 31 tries to Darius Boyd, Ben Hunt, McCulloch, Oates, Milford, Jack Reed. Uh, field goal to Ben Hunt. Two or four conversions to Corey Parker. And Jordan Kahu with one from two attempts. The Roosters, 12, came from a double to a Sticky Fingers Scumhole. And Maloney, two from two conversions.
0: I found a little bit surprising that the Roosters of all teams fell victim to the occasion and the spectacle that was this game. Um, albeit the playing in front of a hostile crowd. Oh,
1: yeah. but I don't know, I don't know if they did. Like, not the Roosters as a collective word. As a, as a team, well, I think they had two two fluky tries. I mean, that first one fuck me dead. That was hilarious. Like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, like, SKD's era. Field. I mean, oh. what the what the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> he was in traffic. They were all fucking there. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't like exactly. It wasn't like Darius Boy found this extra. All speed he had to, to
0: do was take two steps infield and and go to ground. Yep. Play the ball. Yep. It's, it's regulation, garden variety, fucking tackle one, you know? Yep. Instead, he throws, attempts
1: to throw a 20-metre fucking pass. Yeah, maybe even more. Like, it's the fucking longest pass in the history of... If he hadn't landed it, <laughs> the longest pass in the history of the game. Look, <laughs> Darius Boyd just, <laughs>
0: just... And he's just I, running through I like was, it. I was astounded. I was... Literally, they're going to be talking about this for decades. Uh, yeah, Like, it was almost... You know, look, the conspiracy theorists out there, you know, could have made an argument that, you know, he's legit trying to throw the game in the first minute.
1: That's about as close as possibly, you know, you could yeah. possibly get to someone le- deliberately <laughs> that's laying on a try that's how the other bad. Trend. I'm not <laughs> suggesting that was the case. That's
0: how bad it was. Um, and from there, I think the Roosters tried to, you know, to stay in the game and, and stick with the Broncos. But the more they tried, the more ball they coughed up, the more errors they made. They had a few moments. Um, unfortunately, they came by way of Blake Ferguson. Mm. And they did kind of, of get trials. him back
1: in the game at that point. Too, he did. He, I despite mean, Despite the fact that, you
0: know, the way they Jack started. Jack Reed, fantastic defender. We've, we've said plenty of times on the show. Fantastic defender. Possibly
1: slowest man in rugby league. Pretty much all he's got going for him on the defence, yeah.
0: honestly. And he was getting a bath out there. Mm. And you know it was blatantly obvious that something had to be done um only that the broncos had started so well that they sort of weathered that little bit of a storm when the the roosters had that much uh had that their share of possession and and put those points on but you know the broncos kicked again and and were never headed um in what was a pretty impressive performance all round, i thought from the broncos but they're a bit of a juggernaut at the moment the broncos and I thought the Roosters were, were probably the only team capable of playing to a level of intensity that would unsettle them. Um, and the, the fact that the Broncos, you know, handled everything the, the Roosters could throw at them and, and all of that without their only really damaging prop in the sword in, in Josh McGuire, who's not the biggest prop anyway, but...
1: Yeah, but the Roosters he, he, had, you know...
0: They were without they Letters, were the but they still have an impressive pack with Moa. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Letters is obviously... Yeah, oh sure, of, he's he's the
1: leader. If Josh McGuire is the fucking best, you know, is, is like some kind of significant out for the Broncos, then mm. Letters is fucking f- far more so. Yeah.
0: I I still really mm. expected the the Roosters to to stick it to the Broncos up front, but I just think their start really took the wind out of their
1: sails, and yeah, I agree. Um, and, and and they never really recovered properly. Um, I mean, for us to like us as as people watching the game, watching that fucking first try, they go, "What the fuck was that?" Can you imagine me, like being a teammate? Well, I just remember, like, Jackson was going nuts. There's a lot of fucking... Like, there's a lot of things you'd have to put up, you know, in team sports. Mm. That's why I'm not a massive fan of fucking participating. I like the fucking, like... I like Jiu-Jitsu, because uh, yeah. if I fuck up, it's me. Like, yeah. I know it's me. There's no one else to blame. There's nowhere to hide. Team sports, you know, some dumb cunt that, you know, allegedly may beat up his missus just throwing a fucking ridiculous pass straight to them to score under the sticks a minute into the game. Oh... Oh, it would take a lot to not bash him. And after you know, time. And <laughs> <Really> you know <laughs> you've
0: got a, you've got seventy nine minutes of fucking toil and hard work ahead of you. Yeah. To, I mean. you know, <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's uh, you just wonder. Uh, Mitchell Pierce, or, or he um,
1: myth, Mitchell Pierce, No, I don't have a list. But <laughs> um, you know, most unclutchest player I've ever seen in uh, my life. Yeah. It's it's probably getting automatic to the, Pierce. He's got to be called automatic Pierce because there's no fucking clutch whatsoever in that game. <laughs> None. It's probably getting to the point where people just need
0: to, you know, yes, he's a first grader. I'll I'll, I'll never take that away from him. Um But so but so and, and he's and he's important to the Roosters.
1: But Ben Pommroy was first he, grader had a long he's career. Not,
0: he he's just not the guy that that he's trumpeted out to be. I, I really honestly believe that. Um, he's like the, the Michael Barney of halfbacks. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, look, Anthony Milford, uh, we said earlier when we were talking about the Dally Ams, he's legitimately got better every week. Um, and he's, he's had some moments over the last month or so of football where he's really starting to get the look of one of those guys makes the opposition go into high alert with every touch. Um, I think he really enjoys the freedom of playing alongside Ben Hunt, who who does the organisation, does the kicking, all the rest of it, and you know gives him good service, gives Milford a bit of you know ball with a, a bit of space and and room to move to put his footwork on and and try and you know keep the keep the opposition in in two or three minds as to what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, he's he's really benefited of, of from Hunt's quality. As a as a halves partner, um, I thought he was. You know, Milford really was dangerous all night yep. against the Roosters. And when the Roosters, sta- you know, were trying to get back into the game, he he got more and more ball and, and took it upon himself to um to 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 ask a lot of questions. Put it that way, you know. Yep. He you know d- didn't always come off for him at the end of the day, um, but he. I was impressed with his game. That's, I guess, that's the point I'm trying to make. He, uh, one, you know, you probably make a comparison. He's, he's almost like what Benji was to the Tigers in, you know, '05 and the the good years when he wasn't rubbish. Um, but one thing he's probably got in his favour is that he doesn't have those fucking howler moments. Yeah. He really picks his moments quite well, and and. I wonder if how much of that is Bennett's coaching in him, but he's just just cranks along, then pops up, yep. you know. And when he's when he's not in the game, he's he, he he comes in and out, but not because he's spraying it out on the full or fucking yeah. throwing intercepts. Or, he's just not doing anything. Yeah, well. he's he's just there and, and and being generally solid, and then yep. he's got his moments of of absolute absolute spectacular bullshit. So um, he's he's a real X factor, obviously. This week for for the Broncos, but I was thought he had a fantastic game. Anything else? No, I think that's pretty much about it. I um, I guess the Roosters, you know, they were they came in a um, you know, impressive uh, impressive start. You know, given what they were were up against um, in week one, you know. Yep. losing um you know without Pearson and and letters you know they put in a fantastic performance um, then you know week two they squeaked out a win wasn't really that impressive in this one they they started really poorly and never recovered so yep. um, considering you know minor premier threes in a row um, with the, that yeah. finals that that finals series was a little
1: underwhelming for me and it wasn't yeah you know, and last year's wasn't much better mm. yeah okay where are we Nathan L. Webb 1980 so does Roosters lost me we're going to watch him cram another million dollars worth of talent into 50k of cap space <laughs> uh, highway underscore could this be Fergo Karma saving our worst footy for the end of the season error riddled and out of character defensive lapses mm. uh, Tor Hayden is Glenn going to stay at the Loco all day or leave early now that his team's in the grand final there's another one <laughs> underscore O oh, Sammy boy fuck there's been a lot of that oh a lot of it so no Roosters in the grand final for my trip down under I cry oh well I guess that's hash Fergie Ferg Karma and uh, Stuart Marler just overheard a Roosters fan saying nothing went east way except for the previous three months of football <laughs> and nothing did go their way in this game but I mean I'm not saying that that's a refereeing thing at all they just got put Look, on you the have,
0: back <laughs> you have days like that and it just unfortunately it happened in a qualifying yeah.
1: final for them. Yeah, two dads, uh, yeah, put them on the back foot to start with and they just, you know, it's a final, man. And the Broncos are good front runners this season. I mean, you score first on them, you know, they can fold. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, once they get a lead, I mean, statistically, the statistics back it up to you. I think once they get a lead, you know, it's not often that they get pulled back. Uh, Saturday night, the North Queensland Cowboys 32 to feed the Melbourne Storm 12 in their backyard at Amy Park. Just under 30,000 in attendance. I believe that one was said to be a sellout, so I assume that's what the uh, capacity of Amy is. Um, Cowboys, 32, came from a double to O'Neill, double to Cooper, double to Morgan. Thurston, four of six conversions, and Storm tries to Cooper, Cronk, and Tohu, Harris, and Cameron Smith, two from two conversions.
0: Got to give credit to Craig Bellamy for extracting far more out of this squad uh, this season than any, any other coach really could have, yep. I, I believe. I, I still feel that the Storm are overachieved this season. Yep. And um I agree. And, and you can only overachieve for so long. Um and they fell a week short. Uh Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk will be taking a back seat, I think, in years to come to Young Munster. Absolute talent. You've you've already put him forward as a Absolute as a, as a grub. Yeah. Um I just you know, Slater's had a long time out now with injury. Uh, He's, you know, starting to creep towards the back end of his career. Another injury or so. I wonder if he gets shipped off to England. It's possible. It's well, you know, yeah. a fucking unthinkable, really. Yes. But if he hurts, yeah. you know, another shoulder or a collarbone or a knee or, yeah. you know, and he's like three or six months out of the game. Yeah, do you think there's a chance of positional change for him? I don't know where he's Where's he go? It? I don't know, I mean, you know. You go back to the wing where he started? Yeah, I I mean, Matt Duffy's performance probably opened up a spot. He had a... He had a yeah, he I had I mean, that's a, that was another one. What the fuck was he thinking? Yeah. The ball's low trajectory. It would have been a tough catch. Like, yeah. He probably would have had to yeah.
1: dive we'll to put, get yeah, it. To put, you know, do what rugby league players do and just, you know, f- fucking go for it. Mm. You know? Trying to... Even if volley it, it. Yeah, even if
0: you sort of kick knocked. the fuck out of it. He wasn't just trying to trap it with his yeah. leg. Was, he it, was trying to kick it another fifty field goal. <laughs> <laughs> From his own five metre line.
1: I mean, oh, even God. if you die for it and knock it on, then I mean usually you know your defence is kind of still there and you know, okay it's six to go, but you're the storm. You know, defend. That's what you do. Yeah. You- but no, instead you just make yourself a loser. <laughs> Bel- Bellamy would
0: have ripped his face off at half time. I would love to. Would be he a have been off. more or less pissed off if he had have tried to dive and catch it and knocked it on? Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm sure he would have been. You know what? You've had a crack there, and you, you had to. You know, I'm sure if he had have taken, you know, dive for the ball and knocked it on, Bellamy probably would have said, you know what? At least you didn't try and fucking volley it. And kick the fuck out of it on the full. But because see, if you had done that,
1: I would have punched you in the but face. What's his, but what's your frame of <laughs> reference, though? Like, how could you ever foresee that a player would try something so fucking stupid? it's just fucking like, unbelievable. Like, I've never seen anyone do it before, successfully or unsuccessfully. Never, Just never seen it. But now I've seen it. <laughs> and and now I, I don't want to see it again. And, well, no, I do, because it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I mean, like, Storm do it every game. God, I mean... <laughs> If I ever see it out of my team, I swear to God I'll jump the fence, <laughs> drag the cutoff boys here. We, we've Other spoken women. a
0: lot about uh, the Cowboys' window being really this season, but I get the f- oh, this is the first time I've ha- I've had the feeling that it's not just JT's will out there. I think he yeah. his will is so strong, and his his desire to succeed within that that side is is so strong. And, and we always say that the, the, the biggest attribute of, of the greatest players is always how they make their teammates better. Yeah. And I think he's instilling a belief and a will and a desire in his teammates that hasn't really been there to that extent in years previous. And, you know, and that's why they've fallen short. Yeah, I mean, conspiracies aside.
1: Yeah, but the other thing is that he's actually got players that are, are playing... Well, maybe they're playing above themselves. I don't know, but I mean, there's like a there's an element of quality about the side that mm. outside of Thurston. I mean, obviously for all the years of Thurston and Bowen. I mean, Matt Scott. Let's don't get me wrong. I he's fucking fantastic. I mean, he's he's not one I'm talking about. But Tamau, he was fucking done this season. Started this mm. season. He was. Never, he's shit. He's fucking overrated. How's he get selected for Origin? He might leave the fucking Cowboys and go down to Canberra or something like yeah. that. He stayed. And he's Stuck been, it out,
0: and he's been outstanding. He's
1: been one of the best fucking props in the game over the last, like, what, two months? Sure. Especially the last month, like finals. He's been fucking killing it. Yeah. And then you add that to Morgan, who's come on, and he's a legit fucking attacking player who can take some of the burden off Thurston. He's precisely the... And I'm, I'm not convinced that they didn't
0: fall into, you know, some good fortune putting Morgan there, because they, they fucked around with well, Thompson had, and Louie and, and Ray
1: Ray, and yeah, they've, they've tried for a very long time.
0: And, you know, Morgan was killing it at, at fullback, but... Well, he wasn't, he was decent, but, I mean, this is killing it. Uh, yeah, this sorry. This is Morgan. This he, year, was killing it. He wasn't to, to this level, but he was no. playing some good football at yeah, fullback. Yeah. The thing is, Lachlan Coote is just such a solid fucking player.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you know, for all the years of of Thurston and Bowen and the magic, and the,
1: yeah.
0: it, that's not what he fucking needed. He's not, he needed a guy like Lachlan Coot.
1: because Lachlan Coon's not going to be. He's not going to, you know, do some magical, ridiculous thing. No, I tell you what, he's going to fucking catch kicks. He's going to field kicks. Yeah. He's going to bring the ball back. So, like, you know, hard. He's going to support the up the
0: middle all fucking day long, every mm. single week. And if he gets belted a few times, he's going to keep coming Doesn't back. Matter. Yep. And, and Morgan is precisely the type of 5'8. It, it, it may be good fortune, it may be some good judgment along the way, but that full, you know, Lachlan Coote and Michael Morgan are precisely the style of player required yep. to, to let Thurston instill, you know, he can actually take a step back, and, and it's true, leadership qualities come to the fore. Mm. It's not just him out and out, literally. Trying to fucking on the do line, yeah. everything. I'm a leader because no one else is fucking doing anything. <laughs> so I'm fucking doing everything. <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, he's and it's 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 brought a whole new level, you know. And it's funny to say that about a guy that had already run one, you know, three Dell EMS and done
1: everything. Yeah, but this dynamic has only emerged over the last month, really. Oh, even, even no, even I disagree. As, even through the season when they like had a good streak with our killing it and they won like you know a lot of games in a row. It still wasn't this good like this. Mm. Like the combination they had. I mean, and, they were beating teams and stuff. You know, don't get me wrong.
0: And for years and years and years, everyone was thirsting
1: and and the combination. You know what the better combination is? Thurston and Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's my yeah. And, and when you get you know, guys like Cooper and these other guys, like Tom Lolo, he's finally, I mean, you know, he, mm. he's he was not the fucking lock of the year. Don't no, get me wrong. Not by not even any price. stretch. But he's going really fucking well. In, you know, he's going good in finals. Tamao's killing it. Scott is, you know, doing what Scott does. I mean, that guy always, he's, you know, does he have a bad game? I mean, you know exactly what you get.
0: getting. I mean, become, again, it's more substance. He was a, a guy that could run over, the, you know, make these fantastic runs and come off the bench and have this huge impact. Now he's playing a lot more minutes. Mm.
1: But,
0: but there's a substance to his game. He's making his tackles. He's running his angles. He's running his decoys. Yep. He's, and, and it's, whether it's Green's coaching you know they're just checking way more boxes this year than what they have in in years previous, and they've probably had, you know, as far as pure rugby league talent goes, Matt Bowen compared to Lachlan Coo, you, you, based on pure natural ability, you take yeah. Bowen every day of the week. Yeah. He's got a lot of strings had a lot of strings to his bow at his best. Yeah. But when you put all those pieces of that cowboy side in in the puzzle. Now, if you took Locke and Cootie out and put Matt Bowen in there, they they're not where they are. They don't make no. a grand final. Yep. Um, so I, I, I thought, and, it, and it's funny to say, I, th- I think Jesse Bromwich is probably up there with, with the best props in the game as well. Um, but Matt Scott showed who the real best prop yep. in the fucking game is. Yep. Um, and he led the way for, for Tamau as well. And those two really gave the Cowboys the ascendancy through the middle. Um, and once you get the ascendancy through the middle... Uh, you get quick play the balls. You get Granville running off the back of that, and then Thurston just yeah, does as he, first he pleases. Yeah, is the
1: first time we mentioned his
0: fucking name. Yeah, and just got he he caps piece. it all off, really. Yeah. You know, I'm, I say caps it all off. Every play starts with him, but he, he's the other the other piece to the puzzle that's been so important. Um, and again, a bit of a, a probably Aaron Payne is probably as close as they've ever come, but he's quicker than Aaron Payne. So it gives you, the, and the game is a bit different than when Aaron yeah. Payne was at his best too. So, yeah. and Aaron Payne at his best, I mean, come on, he he wasn't anywhere near as dynamic well, yeah. as Granville. Yeah. You know, Granville oh, yeah. has turned well, games single handedly. Yeah, you know, and without Thurston's input. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Aaron Payne, you know, provided a platform for Thurston to then do his thing. Yeah. So, um, fantastic side, fantastic performance, and and credit to the Cowboys for, um, you know. Away from home against a quality opposition, who who do play a lot better, you know, on their own turf. Um, all the pressure was on the Cowboys to perform, and and they executed. Um, they got control through the middle against Melbourne Storm, which in Melbourne, which is which is a hell of a feat. So, um, deserved uh, deserved winners and deserving of their their place in the grand final. No, uh,
1: how about you, Mike Coro? <laughs> Dunkard. <laughs> it's just <laughs> how many have, I can't remember the last guy that's like legit throwing a punch, like un, un like without any self consciousness yeah. or realization about what the rules of the game are these days. He, just um, gone f- I remember when Orgood threw one on Matai. I mean, that was before they had the you know
0: the your, proper that, rule. That yeah. was before
1: the proper rule. Yeah. I mean but look, Corros and
0: Enigma, and every time he scores a try, there's a wave of. of- Tigers fans and look
1: why did we let him go? Well y- you need within to- 80 minutes you'll find out why. Absolutely. Every week, no he's matter gonna, how he's going to do course.
0: some spectacular shit. Yeah. He's so fast. Like ridiculously lightning fast. Yep. Can't catch. <laughs> he's a horrible defender. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> an, an utter loose unit as we found. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and there's a couple of you tell uh,
1: me you tell me at the start of the game. You go, there's a bit gonna, of
0: carver loose in the top paddock.
1: You, you, you tell me at the start of the game that there is going to be a melee, featuring probably half the players in the on on the field. One of them is going to go and throw a punch there's, at somebody. He's not the one. I pick. he's not the name. There's
0: probably thirty three other players you'd say before. it does not already. even enter my
1: yeah, it does not even enter my mind as a possibility. Yeah, but um. There you have it, and it wasn't a, a super match turning thing because the Cowboys. It came. He threw the punch into melee after the try. The try mm. that really started that, that where you could see that the match had turned and the Cowboys were going to start to pull away. And they did get one try, I think, while he was off. And uh, but you know they scored several more after that too. Uh, Twitter. I have got a couple of things on Twitter, not too many. Trent Slats, Matt Duffy having what will henceforth henceforth be known as a real Matt Duffy of a game. Uh, Michael Darren seventy nine. There's still time for a conspiracy on the biggest stage of all. (laughs) Uh, Sir Graffiti. Now time for the Deliverance Cup. Swamp People versus the Hillbillies. (laughs) (laughs) Previews. Grand final day coming up. Last game of the year. Just quickly... Great to see the team of destiny in the grand final as predicted. Manly versus Panthers in the under twenties, giant killing run from the baby seagulls too. Like, in fact, commentators were talking about the man, the, the sorry, the North Queensland Panthers grand final in the under twenties. It was it was the way it was going to be. It was what was going to happen. But uh, no, the young the young Manly side uh, ground out a win by a field goal, and uh, look, the Panthers. I think they've played them three times this year, and the Panthers have beat them every time. So, if they can get up and reverse that, then you know. <laughs> fair fucking play to them I mean that would be a mighty mighty effort and quite frankly they should put an investigation to these panthers sides anyway because I'm pretty sure some of them got fucking grandkids <laughs> <laughs> these islanders they got on their side it's like when you see it's like you it's like you'd see out at Ipswich in like oh. under 11s and you've got these kids that have moustaches and, <laughs> and they got their kids bringing them their water bottle <laughs>
0: So I um, got the 11-year-olds taking phone phone calls on the sideline saying I'll be into work after a, after my game boss.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you know if they to get over, work
0: behind the bar.
1: Yeah. If they can get over top of that then you know so be it. hopefully it's a, you know they can pull out a fitness thing maybe run them around a little bit but they haven't managed to do it this year so far so maybe they're saving it for the the big stage. Uh, we've got the the National Reggies Cup as well. The, the Q Cup. Champions Ipswich, Ipswich Jets versus Newcastle and the People's uh, Champions. Oh, the Matty Parcells or the Manly Parcells just trans, <laughs> just, just that 2016 Dalley M. favourite. Oh, that that game was fucking sensational on the weekend.
0: That oh, it was, was bro. Great. I mean, the some fucking horrible defence. But oh yeah,
1: you know you get that. I mean, i
0: watched I've watched a few of the Ipswich Jets games this season, and I've, I I think it's refreshing to see someone doing something a bit different and. Uh, they, I
1: think they, it. they let me down so badly. At the end of that game when they did took a kick off and kicked it deep. Towards yeah, the end you can
0: see. Okay, we're, like, we're well, just going to go conservative yeah. here,
1: boys. I'm like, come on, you've got a game's in are <laughs> not going
0: to nail it towards the yeah. sideline.
1: But those the fucking monster performances are not from the ones you'd expect either. I mean, like they. Yeah, always, Billy
0: McConaughey. Um, McConaughey
1: was ridiculous. One of the best performances I've seen in a grand final. At any Kieran grade.
0: Lander was uh, was also yeah. you know led really well. Brilliant. Brilliant fucking acceptance speech too. I yeah, might
1: add. Very very good acceptance speech. Yeah. Um, and and then you had the one from the other guy, and he just like dropped the air bomb. In. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Dan Beasley for for Townsville. <laughs> uh, rock on, motherfucker! Because that's exactly the type of speech I would have given. That's I would have
1: yeah. been. That's I like mean, you, that's like your West Tigers two hundred and five. Yeah, fire exactly. speech. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I'll look, Matty Parcell scored a try at the end uh, to to finish off. Um, the victory, and uh, they'll go down and and play Newcastle, and Jake Mamo will probably try and rip everyone's faces off.
1: Yeah, and I didn't get to see the the um the the New South Wales Cup game, but I think it was Chapo tweeted me and said are you watching are you watching that game because uh, Mamo is putting on an absolute grub masterclass, <laughs> and he and he listed off all these things he's done. He's done this to you know, head of this, done this, you know, got sent to beer <laughs> So, and that was you know to make them look like the grubs against uh, a team like Wyom as well. You know, incredible. Mm. Um. So yeah, look, I think I think Ipswich have got a, got a really good opportunity to put these guys to the sword as well, and you know it's Australia, can see, you know, like or the yeah. Rugby, you yeah, know, they can see on the national stage what's going on here with these Walker brothers and you, the shit. You, you feel the
0: like you feel like it's going to get if they could, you know, beat Newcastle and, and take that out on on Grand Final day. I'm not saying it's right, but I think it gives them a bit more credibility.
1: Well, you know, and, a, and it
0: gives them a bit more, you know, a bit more media attention, and i i think it I think there's a place for that style in in the NRL, and I think there's some coaches that would struggle to deal with it.
1: Yeah,
0: I think the best coaches would find a way to work it out, and they'd have to, you know, add some strings to their boat. But that's the same the for any know,
1: coach. You know, but you know what they do? I mean, you've watched you watch one Ipswich game, and you know what they're doing. <laughs> the thing is, though, when they do things like. Onside kicks or you know short kickoffs all the time and short you know, dropouts and everything. What they're doing is they're putting it, they're they're turning it into like you know part lottery and part like individual skill of a player on individual skill of the of his opposite player at that mm. particular second. And players make mistakes and things like that. And that's sure, a lot of pressure.
0: But if you're if you've got a side and that's part of their game plan and that's what they're training for every week, yeah. Then they every week they're getting better at that than what yeah. you are if you're yeah. not training for it. Yeah. Well, so the not, more
1: they well, do it, is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their, odds of, their, their odds of success increase, and yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I think that you know it's it's the same for any coach that comes in in the NRL. They're going to have a way, and and if they're successful early on, the, the better teams and the better coaches are going to find a way to, to to deal with it and and counteract it. Yep. And they're going to have to come up with something different. That's that's no different for any coach. Yeah. I think if they've been good enough to come up with this style, I think they can tweak it. You know. And, and, and keep making improvements in it to to keep themselves relevant and competitive, you know, in in the NRL. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd love to see it. Had to laugh with the commentary. Even if it was the
1: Tigers, honestly, yeah. I, I'd welcome it. Yeah. Had to laugh with the the commentary, like, Peter Pesaltas goes, yeah. like, oh, the, you know, the possession is like 60-40. You know, well, it has to even up. It always evens up. Oh, you should listen to the show, you don't cunt. The thing is, he's... He's a very
0: experienced guy. He commentates in the Q Cup. He would have commentated how many Ipswich games. You know what? That's their game plan, is to fucking <laughs> have the, the weight of possession. Yeah. That's the whole point of what they do. How can you say that it always evens up? No, it doesn't. That's
1: why they're in the fucking grand final, because it doesn't. Go back through all <laughs> Ipswich games. I'm, I'm there were game. There'd be, no doubt there'd be games where it evened up, but I bet you there's a fuckload where it didn't either. Yeah. That's the whole point. Time in possession is like one of the cornerstones of the walker's method. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, come on, son. <laughs> the main event, of course, the grand final Brisbane Broncos take on the North Queensland Cowboys kickoff purported to be 7.15pm. So we're going we're gonna to get there. I'm, I'm hoping, I think we aim to get there so we can watch that Ipswich versus Newcastle. The entire, oh, I'd and, like to, yeah. I'd like to, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see Manly versus Panthers as well. I thought in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, well, you know, they usually have the, you know, the Holden Cups, usually the... Razor to, the, to, the, to the, the NRL so maybe that game does sort of start you know like four or something so it gives time over but that's okay I'm, ha- I'm very happy to watch the Ipswich game too and see my, Matty Parcel you know carve it up on grand final day you know and then obviously we'll see him do it again next year but um
0: I love that you've jumped on the bandwagon
1: oh mate once you, once you Simon Manley you're the fucking you're, you're like a fucking brother to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's such a good guy too and such an awesome family he deserves all the success in the world of course he
1: is He's a great player and even better bloke. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he signed he signed on with Manly, so I mean he's a fucking god among men, quite frankly. And I mean, to be honest, the the Reggie's Cup final is probably beneath him now. However, I think
0: he proved a couple try. of weeks ago when he scored five fucking tries and just <laughs> missed the six that he's probably a little bit above Reggie's.
1: Yeah, but I mean, don't, don't, did you see all those tries? though? I mean, some of them. The were,
0: man scored five tries in a professional game, yeah,
1: semi-professional yeah. fucking league. Two of them were pure fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> like like pure ass. I mean, he was. They were. They were all right place, right time. You but, make
0: your own luck, Nathan. Yeah,
1: well, like you did with that try scored at the end. Exactly. once Again, does another like opportunistic? You know, lucky? You know, be, you know spilled ball or whatever, and you know it up what? way away. He goes.
0: It's not always a hooker that is the first guy there to take advantage of those sorts of things. No,
1: because <laughs> have actually happened Like, well, out in the centers on the right that last mm-hmm. try.
0: But what? It, what? When you are the fittest and one of the fastest on the field, you generally when get you into can take those. advantage, you can yeah. take
1: advantage and <laughs> exactly. you can actually yeah you know, take full advantage of it. Um, but anyway, on to the, uh, the main, uh, the Broncos versus the Cowboys. Jared Sutton, Ben Cummins, the referees.
0: Mm, underwhelming.
1: I fucking, I thought the badge would be there. i grown this beard out for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you can impersonate him or? Just, just, just to fucking, just to pay homage to the man. <laughs> no, not really. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brett Sutter on the line. That'll be interesting. How? What the fuck has he ever done to prove that he can? You know, he should be anything around a, a a grand final and um, we got old cockeyed Luke Patton in the box too. So there's gonna be some interesting decisions up there. When it comes to chicken time. Yeah. Oh look. You're telling let's let's the no you telling me? Best officials. Is that, is that the, that's the best officials that you could you could cobble together for the grand final? I don't believe so. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I've
0: got to tell you, I just. I'm hoping for no howlers and no conspiracies.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the, when these guys played you know, a couple of weeks ago, it was a very fast game, you know, relatively unblemished by, you know, sure. by referee interaction, like as far as blind-up penalties and ever. So, I mean, I'm expecting a game like that, except I think the Cowboys, I mean, the Broncos have continued on their merry way since that win. That was the closest game they've had, and, you know, there's only a couple of points in it, I think. But um, Cowboys have gone so much better in the finals.
0: Cowboys took that lump. Yeah, took their lumps in in week one and and uh, remarkably fucking grew, you know, yeah. obliterated Cronulla and um and really came of age. I feel against the Storm in Melbourne, it was yeah. a a victory that, that they should be very very proud of and um and and lays a, a platform for them to perform in the grand final and uh, and show again what they're made of. So Who you got winning.
1: Look. I think sentimentally, I think Cowboys. I just like the feel of their run over the last couple of weeks. It makes it, it reminds me a lot of um, of Manly in two thousand and eight, where it's, it just it just came together at the right time. Uh, I remember Phil Gould saying in the commentary in that game. He's like, you know, they're coached to the minute, mm. you know, and I just it just get the same sort of feeling out like the Cowboys where they're they're really peaking at the right time. Um, Thurston, you know, had some had, had some bumps and corks and things like that. He'll be, you know, he'll be he'll be hundred percent for the game. Other than that, I mean, I don't think they have too many injury worries. I mean, Winnerstein is has been named. I mean, he he left that game against the Storm early. Um, so really, it's a settled lineup as as both sides are.
0: Mm. I, just, well, yeah. I mean, Bennett is a huge a huge advantage for Brisbane in in such a huge game. Yep. um his record speaks for itself and i think it really comes down to the cowboys props um if if they struggle to deal with the broncos angles and and agility quick play of the balls and and they get you know it saps their stamina and and the broncos do get you know a lion's share of possession for that first twenty twenty five minutes um or or at least see see out their their first stint I think that that goes a long way to the Broncos winning. Alternatively, I think if they if, if Scott and Tamau can can really do a number through the middle on the on the Broncos, I I don't think there's going to be a huge amount, you know, given what comes by way of, of that. It. Yeah. You know, they they get a roll on through the middle, you then you've got Granville running at you at 6 million miles an hour. And if you manage to get a hand on him, then he's got it to first and to Morgan, and it, it's such a fucking snowball effect. And then all of a sudden, Morgan's got the ball and he hits Tamalolo. Yeah, oh, it's it's and, that's a fucking lot of questions to the, answer. And the,
1: and the Broncos, you know, the, the, a lot's been made. You know, they don't, you know, they're not, you know, involving in the wrestle and things like that. Mm. You know, this season, like under this new the new regime with Bennett, but. Eventually, like that can't that can't work all the time, and they give up a lot of just general meters. And I mean, it's worked it's worked you know wealth them mostly you know through the season with some exceptions. Oh, but I think in fantastically well. I think in a in a, a situation like a grand final is like a hyper reality, like you know of a game. And you know, when you get guys like uh, like Scott and Tam out, if they can roll on like that and mm. take advantage of that, and what you said, the things that come off the back of that. Mm. I just think you just can't let guys rumble through. Like, the, if they are going to allow them to make the meters like that and get that roll on, with Thurston in the grand final, when he knows, I mean, he, he, you know, he, he knows all about the window. Mm. You know, Thurston definitely does.
0: That could also work against him too, um,
1: adrenaline-wise. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll work against him, like, in the 65th minute if they're down by eight, mm. something like that. Then definitely, then it becomes advantage broncos. I I just think
0: early on, if he doesn't get, you know, keep his emotions in check,
1: yeah.
0: If things start when, to go against
1: he, him, he, when has he ever not had his emotions in check at the early stages mm, of the game? Yeah, but
0: you know, we talk about the windows like in the grand final, yeah, but 65, 70
1: seventy-minute if they're by eight and nothing's happening for him, mm. absolutely. And like you get to the 70, 72nd minute, and then Thurston's throwing the forward pass and he's blowing up at the referees when they call it and all that sort of stuff, and he starts losing his fucking mind. Mm. Game over. Game over. That's when you know you've won. Against the Cowboys, and my first thing is still Jag shit because I mean he's still trying until the fucking final hooter. But his decision making is not as good, and mm. yeah, that's when he starts to lose his mind a little bit. But I, yeah, I don't see, him, I don't see him, you know, doing anything like that. In the, and, and the relatively low mistake side as well in mean, both sides. Both sides. I'd yeah. say I, I hope we get a game like the first game between the two of them, except better and like more points, mm. and you know.
0: I I'm gonna tip the I'm gonna tip the Broncos um for Jackson really. Um but I think it's gonna be a hell of a game. I think it's gonna be very, very fast Um because that suits both teams. Yeah <laughs> Um and that's the style that both of them play and, and if the you know the game a couple of weeks ago is in gay boy went in for a cracker. Um I just think the the Bennett factor, he's gonna instill that belief You know, in his playing group, because he knows it, he's been there, he's done it, and he believes in it wholeheartedly. Whereas Green is is obviously a good motivator of men, but does he have that?
1: You know, he doesn't have that same
0: experience. Yeah,
1: let Johnny do that. Johnny can handle that side of things. Yeah, he's the real fucking power in the.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) in the locker room, you know, he has he has. He has been there, and he's. We're talking about Johnny Thurston. Yes. Yeah. Um, I thought Johnny. Cart- Johnny, right? Adams. Uh, Johnny Adams. Johnny Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Little sleeper agent. <laughs> Johnny Adams is in there. going, Sorry, guys, we can't do this. Up, Don't even bother going he out he there. We there can't win. Thurston,
1: first. First one he gets up there, and he's and, he, uh, and he's, he's lifting the trophy, and he's just like you know, look. First, I'd like to thank um, know, yeah, the real the real key the real key uh, behind the scenes with the Cowboys this year, and uh, and everyone's thinking oh he's gonna you know. Paul Green or something, uh, Johnny Adams and everyone's like huh what? who the hell's he?
0: <laughs> fuck, is Johnny, fuck is Johnny Adams <laughs> <laughs> fantastic um, but there is a bit of you know the sent- sentimental side of me I'd like to see Thurston yep. get a get a ring you know that he is primarily responsible for Um yes there's the Bulldogs story but this is this is the crowning moment and it's of his career moral, it's and the
1: one that makes him an immortal absolutely it gets a premiership it makes his his claim undeniable even though it's getting pretty fucking you know hard I, to argue I with think this he's point. getting
0: it regardless yeah. but yeah. <laughs> there's no one in the game that deserves that more i feel yeah. um just with what you read in the papers and, and see on the news and uh, with what he does off the field yeah fantastic man um his his ability as a player is, is unquestioned. I probably have the advantage also of, of being aware of of some stuff that doesn't make the news and <laughs> and uh, and you don't read about it in the papers and when you when you hear stories like that and and you know and they're coming from sources that are very, very close to the <laughs> to the scene, um, it only it only gives you a, you know an extra ten levels of respect. Um, for the, the things that he does for the people that he loves, and um, amazing, amazing player, amazing bloke. So it
1: was nice to give his headgear to that little Melbourne Storm kid um, from Jeremy Maguire. Too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought you were going to be nice. Um, I hope I hope there's no there's no bullshit refereeing intervention. I hope that it's a cracker of a game, um, and I hope for Jackson's sake that uh, the Broncos get up.
1: Yeah, I'm and I'm thinking. not taking
0: Jackson to the game, um, or just logistically it was going to be hard anyway. Very hard, it was going yeah. to be very expensive, um, and the fact that we'd already tied up the the situation, um, well, with the boxing with the, box and, the, with of, the yeah. box and everything, meant that he was going to have to go with his mum and his mum. Honestly, I thought about last year, and I thought about the Broncos. Uh, sorry, the Bronco, the Bulldogs fan that had his face punched in, that was sitting on the ground, yeah. and he was covered in blood. I, I I couldn't shake that, and I was like, I, I don't, I don't reckon I could fucking deal with that. Nicklin walking around at night with Jackson and and people drunk, and you know eighty thousand people, and the chances of them seeing oh, that yeah. are fairly slim. But yeah, yeah, um, and. Oh, I don't know. I just say so there was something, uh, a bit of an uneasy feeling about it, and uh, we just decided She's just decided, or where you decided that uh, it
1: was probably best if he waits a little till he's a little bit older. To- this, this the thing. With Jack, he, I mean, he, he hasn't earned it. Hasn't earned it at all, Jackson. He, yeah, he's born. He's born into this, and he and he doesn't. He hasn't earned it. He can. He can lose it to fit. So to know what it feels like to earn it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you had like West shit.
0: To, oh I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you,
1: you fucking earned it. I had like Northern Eagles and shit. Like I mean, I fucking earned it. He hasn't earned it yet. It, well, he needs to lose, and then he can win next year.
0: I get what, it. I get where you're coming from, and I agree wholeheartedly. But Jen, why these kids? They get too much these days. Fucking is that kid is a staunch fan, and he has been since he was two and a half years of age. Since he knew what a Bronco was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that his his level of staunch. And when you see him interact with the other kids on his team, and they, they've sort of flit from club to you know, it's one yeah. kid, one day they've got a fucking souse hat on, the next day it's a Titans hat yeah. or, or whatever. And they they all give it to him. Yeah. And he just never wavers for one moment. Yeah. <laughs> fucking staunch little Let's kid. Let's get that him. from his mum. Sorry? Let's get it from his mum. <laughs> What are you trying to say? I'm saying you're a state trader, <laughs> essentially. I'm saying you're going to get a horse kick in the nuts.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like, like, like you, given I've got zero stake in either these sides, I think that um the sentimental side, I think you have to go with J- JT. Mm. And so for that, I, I know. I mean, it's it's like with the you know 2012 grand finals, like that's like AIDS versus cancer, like dog, <laughs> dogs versus storm. Like, could not fucking think of a worse possible outcome for a grand final for, for either of these teams to win. I, I'm not going to watch the game I don't even know like how can I even watch the game and like yeah support any of them but then as a ga- then of course you've got to watch the game so watching the game i go, like, oh, fuck and I found myself like wanting Melbourne to win out of those two teams i like, oh fuck me I thought they were my most hated team but I guess not guess they're second most <laughs> yeah.
0: I must admit we do know some some pretty awesome people that are fans of both of these sides so Correct. um and you know it's going to be great to, to see a lot of them on, on Sunday as well and um what I'm most looking forward to is the is the day itself. The experience of the day is, and the, the game's an added bonus for me. Been
1: fucking working so hard lately, and just like fucking grinding so hard. This is like the, this is becoming. I mean, I'm thinking next year might even fucking extend it to the Saturday as well, because like, Jesus, this, this is like this is like daddy. This this might be the fucking the daddy weekend. Like. The, the <laughs> I fucking, I fucking need this weekend so bad. I need a break. It's school holidays at the moment.
0: Well, you're taking you're taking the right person along I, I, with you, sir. I tell
1: you, I need I need the break, and um, oh, it's and so that 24 hours essentially is going to be so fucking packed. <laughs> with
0: Look, beers and can tr- we get just bring like a skateboard? bring that big ass fucking skateboard with you, because yeah. I'm not going to be able to piggyback you. Yeah? <laughs> but if, I'm happy to wheel you along on a skateboard if you you know if you can't
1: walk. No, no, I'll be okay. Okay, I just, I, 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 want, I You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna join myself. But you know, and it's, and it, like I am that guy. Like one, there's a certain I can get to a certain level of drunkenness, and then I can be led to fucking, really fucking accelerate the pace <laughs> <laughs> and take it and take it to the next level. But um, I generally
0: accelerate the pace from the moment. Yeah, you just you you're just from the blocks like you're saying,
1: Bolt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My, uh... A steam to I mean, like, you know, I was, I'll take a slower pace, but run for fucking long, long time. <laughs> but the,
0: the day before I, uh... Nicklin and I got married, it was me and my, uh... two best mates sitting around a table. Obviously, we eloped. It was only the... the the five of us, the two girls and, uh... and the three boys. And, um... the boys were sitting around the table and, uh... We basically put a... emptied our wallets onto the yep. table, put a pile of cash in the middle and said, uh to the waiter uh, by the pool yeah. we need uh, three bourbons and uh, keep those coming just keep taking the money out of the middle we keep the money coming you keep yeah. the bourbons coming we're good he's like you guys are my best customers already <laughs> three bourbons coming out I didn't even touch the sides yeah. just poured it in Yeah. and the boys are like we're going to be putting you to bed at 3.30pm <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was probably closer to three thirty a.m., but I couldn't walk, and I fell face first into the road, and face first into some cactus plants on so it, it didn't end well. Wedding I, photos, not much
1: to take, not much to speak of.
0: I was, look, we we thought we the best form. best way to recover would be to spend the morning of my wedding um, kicking football on the beach with no sunscreen on in blazing sunshine. <laughs> So needless to say, all our wedding photos are all photoshopped. Bear. All photoshopped. So my skin does not quite look like a tomato. So
1: all it was all at like the day before then. The drinking. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I had. Well, I got married on a Saturday, and I had a bucks on the. I think we went. Was it Thursday night? Or Wednesday night. But then we had then we had golf on the Friday, and so I remember just drinking pretty much from thursday morning all day all night bucks then i remember i got home at six from the bucks and um we were playing golf at nine i think we were booked into vic parker for nine and i sort of woke and, and i i didn't go to sleep and then I, I was like oh fuck i'm too drunk so i had to call my brother up and say like yeah you're know, you gonna take you, you're going to golf yeah okay you to take me as well and it was all that and i, I can't believe that the wedding actually didn't fall asleep because before, before <laughs> it was a solid 48 hours of action but yeah This one, 24 hours of action. Can't fucking wait.
0: Good times. See you all there.
1: And that is full time for episode 208. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow up at TWI League, and I'll try and do the you know Periscope shit as well so we can you know do some stuff from, from El Loco and uh, and the various places on the day. Um, also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash this week in league. Make sure you hit the like button, share the post around. You guys do it already, don't need to tell you twice. Reviews on iTunes. We've got one this week, it's very fucking long and the print screenshot's very small, so let me just spin this iPad around redefining the English language one episode at a time five stars from yeah but nah you're mate Ah. when it comes to rugby league Nate and Glenn certainly know a lot about the game when it comes to swearing inappropriate conversation and nasal whistling He's obviously done it since last week. These two clowns are the guys to go to. Listening in the car on the way to work each Wednesday, unless they're sick slash lazy and it doesn't get released till the Thursday, I laugh myself stupid at the one-liners, Glenn's never-waning optimism that one day his beloved Tigers will actually be a respected team, and Nate's ability to bedazzle Glenn with his way with words. I don't pretend to be a knowledgeable person about the game. All I tend to see is run forward, pass, backward, score... But this week in league gives me the information I need to know that the Tigers will lose. Paul Gallen is an idiot, and movie references will forever be lost on Glenn. Five forward passes out of five. <laughs> outstanding me. review.
0: a fucking jerk.
1: Love it. It's got a way with words. And uh, of course, I'm you punch too. Him in the throat. You too, if you have a way with words, or not, because we've had some, uh, you know, some pretty ordinary, you know, beautifully intentioned but ordinarily worded <laughs> reviews. <laughs> But uh, yeah, get on it. It's, uh, it's a great help to the show to uh, you know, keep our ranking high by subscribing and uh, getting on iTunes. giving us a rating and review, tipping all over Red Rover. niGb B has uh, held off the challenge from uh, Dave Kingston, and he's won. He's four points ahead at this stage, insurmountable lead. Got two of two in the finals, and uh, that, that basically cemented the margin as well because half the people in top ten only got one. Uh, so we got David King. So he's on one thirty-five. Uh, David Kingston on one thirty-one. Matthew Bell dropped back to third on 129. Then another two points back to Goodnight CJ and Chris Blackwell. Uh, point back to Ben Diggity, Mario Siegs, Doug, Desi's Ducks, and Mr. B. So the end margin started to spread out a bit. 12 points from first to 10th. That's it. No more competitions and you know that sort of shit.
0: That stuff. Um,
1: Broncos, you got a slight Broncos fans, you got a slight reprieve for the uh, the T-shirt. Because, uh, you know, I, I didn't bother about putting the T-shirt in for print if they weren't going to make it this week. Uh, so it gives you guys uh, the people who've kind of been holding off because they didn't know if it was a sure thing or not. It's a sure thing. We've got over the number that I need now for the pre-order, so it's definitely going go through. But if you just want to get on at the end, then uh, do your best to get on there before, like, you know, the weekend and uh, I can put that order through. Uh, I think that's it. Um, you know the deal, guys. From 10, there's going to be people at Keg and Brew on Favo Street, Surrey Hills. Midday El Loco—that's the main event for us. And uh, then there's a
0: game or something. Yeah, smash
1: smash tacos, smash beers or bourbons, as the case may be. They got like chili dogs and fucking Cuban sandwiches and just sensational. I tried a bit more of the food this time. I think I had you know a couple of the tacos. I didn't have enough of it. Yeah, that was my problem. Yeah, too much talking and drinking and I've eaten. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, too much midori. Look forward to it. You had one midori. That's too much. (laughs)
0: see you on Sunday see ya
1: this week in league preparations for the greatest day of the rugby year league are complete and after that we'll go to the grand final